Black Kennedy, featuring my boy M. Dot and Miss India Fordham. How y'all doing today, y'all? Doing great, doing great. God is good all the time. You know what I mean? How you doing, Miss India? And all the time, God is good. I'm Amen. good. You know, I'm you. Know, I can be churchy. We can we can take care too. <laughs> yeah, I already know. I already I'm doing know. Good. How you doing, Jay? Hey, look, I'm chilling. I'm just glad y'all y'all was able to make it. You know, sit around and chop it up for a bit. Um, get a recap of how uh, our spectacular year has went. Goddamn, 2021 then went by just like that again. You think that? I feel like I, this year has been long. It's like long, but not long. But it's I don't know. Every December, it always feels like wow. Look at the year that's going by. But then it's like. Wow, look at the year that's gone by. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah. I, I, I think it went by a blink of an eye, to be honest. Mm. Like that joint went like summertime was just here. I could I could easily throw on a throwback and some shorts and be cool. Now I gotta wear a long john or who knows with global warming. I either long john one day, uh short sleeve shirt the next, because it's 50 yeah. one day, damn near 70 the next. So I don't know what's going nice. on in this world with this global warming stuff, man. I know. M, educate me real fast. You said uh, throwback. What is that? Throwback jersey, like so, like like an older jersey from like a rec, like a player that played in the league a long time ago, and you and I and you. That's called a throwback. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's I that's East Coast. I'm talking about hats. No, that's East Coast slang for you. See, I gotta I gotta visit the East Coast because I'm I'm still implementing John. You know what I'm saying? Into my vocabulary. John, is, <laughs> I don't even think who says that anymore. To be honest. John. I'm gonna get John in there. Definitely still saying that. And then you know I'm in the South, so it's just y'all. I say y'all entirely way too much. Y'all or fixing instead of about to or going to. But throwback, I'm thinking you're talking about like a snapback cap or something like that. Nah, definitely a jersey. Snapback. That's just yeah, snapback. Snapback is snapback. Or you it's a called a fitted. It's in fitted. That's a hat. Nah, fitted. fitted is a fitted though. Fitted is a, a snapback. Yeah, it's two different things, but you know what I mean. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn. Yeah, they, yeah, they, you're gonna get there. You're gonna get there. Um, so I'm trying to think. COVID? No, when? When did people really get out of lockdown? Kind of the was, end of 2020 was like phase one, heavy okay. efforts on that, and then right. 2021, people were like, "Nah, just." Have the vaccine. Like, yeah, I feel that's like when that's they start lifting the mask and all that, the yeah. mask mandates and stuff. Yep. Okay, all right. Just make and then they sure. put it back that's on. That's how fast it went. Yeah, yeah. Right. Then they put it back. Like, depending on where you're at, like, I'm in California right now, and you, ha- it's kind of a bit of a mask mask mandate, but I've seen a couple sprinkles here and there of people that are like, nah, I'm just going to go into the store, go into so, the Ross or whatever. Let me pose a question. Do y'all think the media, because you know, the media is heavily influenced when it comes to these COVID things and these sanctions, you know, I mean, they make mm-hmm. people very scared about how they, mm-hmm portray certain things do you think the media is gonna you know introduce another um lockdown do you think that the, the government can survive another lockdown do you think the country can survive another lockdown because they talking about this new this new variant omicron omarion whatever it's called but they're saying omarion? That, we're yeah, gonna omarion. call omarion for the rest of the episode. okay omarion <laughs> shout out to omarion so they're saying that this new variant is a little bit less severe but you, if you still catch it you get mild symptoms everything like that but they're pushing it as like something that's like, oh, if you catch this, you're going to really like something bad's going to happen to you, blah, blah, blah. Do you think the media is trying to push another narrative of shut down, stay in your home, that type of thing? No, that's not going to it's not going to happen in the States. 
I feel like so. I feel the same way because I feel like we've shifted from a pandemic to like an endemic where it's natural now. You just have a different strand of it, right? So um, for me, I think that uh, it's more of like, a, okay, you have this strand. So just again, make sure you're doing the same precautions that you're doing. But as far as a full-blown shutdown, shutdown, it's probably not going to happen. And then of course, like um, politically speaking, I guess, if you will, um, or actually not, not politically speaking, economically speaking, um, we have to recover again from another recession if it happens because this is like you look at the history of economics and stuff and you look at how pandemics and global sicknesses work surviving that many recessions it's a little bit harder to recover back the second time so hmm. i don't feel like it would be like that but then also like this is america words of the song and they're not gonna shut down again when they see that um there are some solutions working so like masks then you have the you know the vaccine stuff like that I feel mm-hmm. like America is the type of place to where if we can nudge in the door, we can just open that mug all the way up and just do what we've been doing, you know? I think other countries are probably more strict, but I think that's right. what makes um, every country so different, you know? Like, when I was in Europe, they were like, uh, unmaske, unmaske. Uh, oh, sorry. And, and my twin sister was like, girl, this ain't America. They put your mask on. They're not playing with you. But I had been so spoiled down yeah. there in Texas that te- Texas was like, COVID schmovid. So, but, they did not care whatsoever. Texas, I'm pretty sure Texas would annex itself. And wait, definition of annex. They they have yeah, tried to annex themselves yeah. several yeah. times. <laughs> but no, to answer your question, I don't think it'll be full blown. Like guys, go back in your houses for three months, six months, nine months again. I doubt that. I doubt that. Mm. Yeah. Too many big wigs lost money. Everybody lost money, but the rich and powerful lost too much money. They're not allowing that. In the states, everywhere mm. else, I think they might take things a little bit more serious because they're a lot more worried about their nation than they are um, their pockets. But it's just my personal opinion. So, with with this, with like COVID and you know these new variants, everything like that, do you think this is going to be something where it's like a, a yearly vaccine? Like every year you're going to have to get the COVID vaccine, similar to how the flu is. You know, there's always a new mutation of the flu. Do you think this is going to be ongoing with the um, with the post-care of it? I think so. It'll probably be a booster or something like that. Um, just like they always encourage you, hey, it's flu season, get your you know flu shot or what have you. Um, it'll probably be uh, like, hey, guys, it's COVID season. Um, or I'm, I'm not going to say COVID season, actually, because you can get it all four seasons. I'm going to say mm-hmm. um, the height, like the height of certain year, right. uh, years, uh, seasons will be like, hey, it's, you know, it's cold and flu season and it's uh, COVID-19 season. Make sure that you get your booster shot. Um, because I, I'm not, not a nurse or anything like that. Uh, even though I did see y'all's last episode with the nurse, he was great. Um, but as far as I know, I don't think you can re-get a vaccine for the first time. You just have to get a, a booster. I a booster, think. yeah. But do not, do not flag me on that. I'm only a nurse in the greens. But yeah. What about you, Smooth? How you feel about that, bro? Yeah, I mean, if it comes down to it, it'll probably just be, just like she said, a flu shot, an annual shot. See, either you're going to get it or you don't. Just like how they mandated shots. But this past, that happened in September, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just like the measles or, you know what I'm saying, whatever whatever other shots we had to get growing up as a kid. Um, I think I think COVID is just now that thing that's going to be mm-hmm. here and it's not going nowhere. I don't know where it came from. Maybe global warming did something. You know, I read this thing in, uh, in science 
when I was in a uh, science class and I was in biology last year and uh they was talking about global warming it sounded like I'm about to tear this bar up um and they was uh y'all didn't hear that oh okay good oh, I was like tear what up sorry yeah, yeah I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I, didn't know I just what you knocked over about. some stuff and it was everything was shaking um all right but no so they was talking it was this article and it was talking about global warming and they were talking about how you know it's a lot of uh one of the, the the most dangerous things about global warming is that permafrost still holds um, like certain certain strands of diseases or um, different maybe COVID variants oh, that snap. the world doesn't even know about. Like it's been buried for umpteen years. You know what I mean? So wow. now that everything is kind of starting to melt, <clears throat> mm-hmm. a lot more um diseases and stuff uh can can start popping up or the likelihood of it popping up will pop up like the black plague for example um there was uh they were somewhere over in russia i want to say um and you know the permafrost it got down real low and then it was some some animals out there that ended up getting sick and they started dying they started doing some tests and found that it was like some type of uh some type of strand or whatever it was from the black plague and it's like yo what the hell but it's it's one of them things bro yeah science is something else man i mean hey i'm just gonna say it right now man when they make these movies these shows about this mutating virus that turns people into zombies and all this shit that stuff is that stuff they they those ideas don't just come in your head automatically there's something that has happened that made it like that like i like you can you can look at how when the bubonic I think the bubonic plague the black plague when it came, people looked like zombies when they came out and they they had the 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 the, the, the facial lesions and covered yeah. and all that. Yo, I'm telling you, that's crazy because it's okay. So it's like if 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 we get to a point where global warming is actually a, a legitimate thing and it, it's melting all the polar ice caps, like you said, the permafrost gets down to a point. What, if it, if it was a disease from a million years ago, we're not even, we're not even gonna know because no one was even alive exactly. or research doesn't even go back to that far. So how we how are we gonna defend ourselves from a for, from a virus that we've never seen, nobody's ever seen? Well, I think that kind of goes back to the theory of Darwinism, right? So like spiral of fittest, things like that. And so yeah. I think science is uncovering those things now, but I think the root of it is like Darwinism where your stronger mm. genes are going to fight off the virus or whatever viruses or, you know, um, infections that you have. But then like the, I don't even want to call it the weaker genes. Well, I actually know what well, is technically weaker genes. Yep. So I yeah. think that kind of is part of the answer. And I think that also what, if you look at historically each generation getting stronger, living longer, like our predecessors, they only lived to be like 35, 36 years old. Now the average age is, you know, 60, 70, 80s and if you can get to the 90s and the 100s that's great for you too so i think it's just i think it's just a uh a part of the answer i'm not gonna say a large part of the answer but i think part of the answer is like stuff like darwinism or you know that theory of survival of the fittest yeah i, I think that makes sense yeah, yeah. that's normally how it's it so goes. interesting y'all it's so interesting want- y'all say that because it reminds me of that it reminds me of uh what's that show what's that show oh squid game Squid Game. Mm, mm, so, which actually is which actually is my oh, favorite show of the year. Yeah. So, oh, Squid Game. That, are new. We can we can we can get into that. Right. You, you want to get a Squid Game, or are you talking we about can, our shows of the year? We can break down. We can yeah, we can do that. 
We can talk about our show or our whatever of the year. When we get on the topic. So we can start with the show of the year. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Since you brought it up, y'all. Games. Go ahead. Yeah, let's, y'all. Let's okay, so we're we're gonna go into favorite shows of the year. Yeah. My favorite show of the year. Immediately when we started talking about it, I was like Squid Game. Y'all, Squid Game. Okay, so Squid Game for me is amazing because of so many different things. So from an outsider production perspective, it took that man 10 years for it to get picked up. That just goes to show you. Really? You know you have something special, hold on to it. Yes. If you know you have something, you better hold on to that thing. He got denied by so many networks. So many majors were like, they're not, we're not going to do this right now. We're not going to do this. And then Netflix was like, what's up? And look at it. Number one, it, it went number one immediately. And that mug was in. Uh, ooh, I don't want to disrespect Asian culture. Korean? Yes, it was Korean. Yeah, Korean. So Squid Game, like from a production perspective, like don't give up on your dream, especially if you know if you. Mm, mm, thank you, Lord. Like literally, if you know it's something, hang on to that because you never know when you're gonna get the resources, the belief, and the and the wherewithal as far as like the fi- the finances, the resources to actually fund your dream. That's from the apron. Like that was my first. Was like this this show is great. The actual show itself. Mm. Let me t- okay, so oh gosh, I'm like I'm, I'm gonna make this real short and brief. I'm such a big person of psychology and sociology, and I love to study like the groups of people and stuff. And I think Matt, um, you were sociology major. No, who was your major? I was a I was a criminal justice major. Criminal I, do justice know, major. I, I do know sociology, but you had to study this too, right? Yeah, and so, and it actually goes hand in hand. Exactly. And Jay, you're gonna you're probably gonna get into this too, like as you get yeah. into studies too, or if you ever just feel like being a nerd on your own time but <laughs> things that do things that people will do for money the marketing towards poor people because that's not just korean it's, it happens all the time in america mm-hmm. um especially in the gambling industry like i don't know if y'all know this but like gambling industries literally they they market towards poor people because and that's the whole thing with like poor people spending more money on the lottery than like rich people but that's again and, and, oh, wait hold on just and then not Go to ahead. Get you off, but the funny thing about the Go gambling ahead. industry they're the same ones that'll put if you have a gambling issue called this number. So it's exactly. like it's like exactly. you, you, it's like you're giving help, but you're also continuing the poison. So but go ahead. exactly so sure that's that, right there. You hit it right on the dot. But what people will do for money, um, gambling, games, um, the 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 sheer desire to tap back into your barbaric principle of who you are to survive. Oh my god. Woo! Mm. Squid Game had me. Mm. It was just ugh. at the drop of a dime too. Like, yes, you you that, figure out what what needs to happen. What? It's like, oh shoot, killer be killed. That is yeah. real. Like that's. I feel like people in the military are more exposed to that because they have to think about that, especially if they're on like the battlefield. But the regular average quote unquote Joe person, they think about the same things we think about, and it's so mm. interesting that no matter how successful or unsuccessful you are in life, a lot of our human tendencies are going to be the same regardless of culture, race, bias views any of that and that for that reason that's my show of the year so i'm, I, I'm rocking with it I, yeah I, I, i'm you, you want to go ahead smooth you want to go ahead uh, no nah, i mean this is it's, it's really right. open open conversation look squid so, game is freaking phenomenal from the freaking like the story writer is yeah. unbelievable and it kind of turned me on to like well damn have I really been sleeping on Korean shows this whole freaking yes, time? Yes, you have. Yes, like, you have. Besides anime. I, besides I, I, anime. Besides anime. Anime is Japanese. Oh, it, see, ooh, yeah. see, ooh, I don't want this to like Asian culture. I'm sorry. But they can have. <laughs> Give the, me the, right. I, educate me. Korean, the Korean culture probably has a, a version of animation, but anime I'm is sure yes. Japanese. So. Mm. Yes, yes. 
Well, yeah, story writing was freaking phenomenal. Um, And yeah, just the plot and the twist throughout the show, everything just was throwing me off. And I'm like, oh man, what what episode was that? What's the episode where uh, my mans was standing at the top? Spoiler alert. Everybody, stop fighting. We're all going to die. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That shit right there, yo, <laughs> I I hadn't seen an episode like that. <laughs> oh, but ever, hold on, I think like that what shit a- was savage. But hold on, what about the episode? What about the episode with um with Sa- Sangu, the, the dude with the glasses, the yeah. brainiac, the the person that was, um, so to speak, the 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 person that came out of that village and became the best of the best, right? Yep. Him and the and the, and the Indian dude Ali. What did he do? Oh what did he do to Ali? What did he do to Ali? Bro, that was so messed he, up. He said to Ali, he said, look, take these. He, come back for me after a certain point. Bro, he slipped out the marbles off the joint. Spoiler alert. Slipped out the marbles out the bag and put rocks in it. Ali that had the rocks out. Dude came and bop, shot him. And it, but it, it goes to show you there was so many hidden messages in, in Squid Game because Absolutely. it goes to show you how uh, being nice and being like a caring person really doesn't get you anywhere. You know what I mean? If you look, if you, hold on, hold on, hold on. From a, if you if, hold on, okay. if you're talking if you're talking about life in general, right? And you want to be someone that conquers and wins and just everybody that you know that in society and history that has won things, that has conquered, that has been of success, has always been someone that didn't take anything from anybody. Really conquered and really went, really went to that point. So with Sang Wu. He was at that mind like, I don't give a damn about anybody. Even though the dude was that, that was his dude. Like, they was like this. Yeah. He said, nah, like, I I, I need, this is for me. I got to get it. I got to get it for myself. But he ended up, you know, I don't know if you call it the righteous thing, but he did end up just killing himself and kind of just letting dude just take it. Like, he stabbed himself in the neck and just, he knew. But I, I think if we're looking at it from, like, just put it in simplistic, like, being nice in that type of moment, in that, you know, what you call a, bi- a barbaric, Survival of the fittest moment that doesn't get yeah. you anywhere. That doesn't get you anywhere. That's not gonna get you. That's not gonna get you to win out of four hundred fifty-six people being nice. It's not. You're not gonna win. You're not gonna win. And even even and, and, even and we can even go with the main character, the protagonist. He wasn't nice because he snapped on the old dude because he thought the old dude had dementia, because the dude kept forgetting. And the dude even said he said. I, so this is this is how you're gonna treat me because you thought I was you thought I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. That goes to show you because he was playing games the whole time and the old dude let him win. But then you know everybody knows what how to how to how the story yep. goes with, with all that. But that had me bent too. I was nice, like, man. I said, huh? But oh, I love that part. But goddamn, yeah, that <laughs> yes. was. See what I'm saying? Like, so it's, much it's a whole stuff. thing. Hold and once again, like that's genius writing. Like all that writing and yeah. director. I, oh, I don't. I don't want to mispronounce his name, but the director of that, like all, like you. That's that's the stuff I'm talking about. You can't tell me that wasn't genius. But oh. I love it. Jay, what was your favorite show of the year? No, it was Squid Game. Oh, Squid Game too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and what yeah, was your? What about you? So, so I didn't even have Squid Games on there because like Squid Games was such a factor to me that I actually bought. The little um, what's those little doll things? The pop, the pop things. The some of the pet dispensers. No, 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 no. The little um, like the little characters um, action figures. Oh, you talking you about the, in the red suits? Yeah, yeah. So I bought, I bought like the I forget what the, no, I for, I forgot what the, I, I forget what the 
I forget what the company is called, but they make like of any show, anything, they make like little ca- little character dolls of them, little miniatures of them. But they're like That's they're like cute. cartoonists. So anyway, just to show I'm a fan, I, I bought those. They should be coming mm-hmm. whenever, but I bought those. Mm-hmm. But my my show that I put on that I was really into because I'm I'm a, I'm a very I'm a fanatic when it comes to history. So anything that like historical that actually happened, yeah. I love shows like that. So my favorite show was Dope Sick. Now I don't know if you guys are familiar with Dope Sick. It was a show with Rosario Dawson. Um, she was like she was like one of the main characters. It was on Hulu. So pretty much just to give a quick synopsis. Dope Sick was about the how the opioid crisis started and how the pharmaceutical company owned by Ooh. the Sackler family kind of pretty much weaseled and lied their way into making a drug called oxycotton and Ooh. and lying about it and kind of saying and using 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 incorrect data using inaccurate data as their main selling point so one of their main selling points was like you know, opioids are one percent less addictive are one percent um addictive to the population so you know, think logically. The time it was ninety nine point nine. Ninety nine. Now you're gonna get automatically wow. take opiate. You're gonna be you're gonna be addicted. So it talks about like how the DEA was trying to get them. How like the the yeah. um the um, assistant United States Attorney of like Virginia because what mm-hmm. they did was they they tackled, um they sold to rural areas like West Virginia, minor towns, West Virginia, mm-hmm. um like um Western Pennsylvania areas where there was like hardworking people that did like hard labor. And mm-hmm. um, they 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 tackled those those areas and they and they sold the drugs there and then what it would be what 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 happened was, um, people started getting like like the drug wasn't really working because it was a time release so they started doubling the dose so people were literally on like 400, 500 milligrams of oxycontin a day and then one thing about oxycontin like people don't know if you're trying to get off oxycontin it's very difficult to do because it alters the chemical of your brain so once that happens yeah. your brain feels like you can't live without this drug you're gonna die if you don't take it. So what did end up what 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 did people end up doing? What do people do when they can't get what they want, but they need a cheaper alternative? They go to the street drugs. So that's yeah, when that's heroin street. heroin became yeah, something big. And this is and this is like going into the to the late nineties, early two thousands, all the way to where we are now. And then and just to tie it off, spoiler alert, but the company ended up getting sued, and they um, lost a lot of money, damn near almost thirteen billion dollars, wow. because a lot of people died from the drug and using that drug and how and how it just changed their lives. So. That was my show. I definitely recommend people to go see it. Uh, great show on Hulu called Dope Stick. Ooh, that's um, something for me to watch tonight. It, it, it shows from every perspective, from the pharmaceuticals company's perspective, from the per, from the selling, the sellers, because, you know, they need people to sell the drug to the doctors, from the mm. doctor's perspective, and then from the families and the victim's perspective, and the head guy of the company, which is, I think his name was Richard Sackler. He was the doctor who had invented the drug and um, coined it as uh, a drug that was non-addictive. A opioid that was not addictive, so it it, wow. it, it, it 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 it's it's very very amazing. I like that. I like that a lot. Dope sick. But, so that was one. That was my favorite show. Squid Game was up. The Squid Game was there too, but I totally forgot about. it. I'm not even gonna lie. No, and I was I've never heard of that, so that's something for me to watch tonight. I love it. I love it. I love it. Nah. Ooh, so let's keep it light and frothy. Uh, keep it light and frothy, and go with movie of the year. Who was y'all's movie of the year? Movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, movie of the year. The harder they fall. I heard it was really good. I have yet yeah, to I haven't watch seen it. That, right? My I haven't yet. Yeah, I literally have a Christmas break movie list, and <sighs> that's one of them. So, <laughs> so all right. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! It's just it's pretty much a movie on a black western. So it's a take on black on a black western, and mm-hmm. it has iconic characters in there like Bass Reeves. You no, know, people don't know who Bass Reeves was. He was like the first black mm-hmm. U.S. marshal. So they have him in there, and he's played by 
God damn, I don't know the black brother's name, but he plays name mm-hmm. there every movie. Every black movie, he's always in it. He's an older guy. I forget his name. Idris Alpha's in there. You talking um, about Buddy that played in um you talk he was he was the sheriff. Yeah, yeah, he played in Romeo Must Die. He was the dad. He was um Aaliyah's dad. Oh, you talking about him? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He played in, he played in Romeo Must Die. Um it just Alba's in it. Um uh Keith Keith Satterfield. Keith, I know yeah. Regina King's in it, right? Regina King's in it, so it's a lot of Regina popular King. black figures in that movie, um, and it's a very good movie, Black Western. I, I suggest everybody take take it and just go watch it because it's very good. It's on Netflix, and I think it was really dope. I think it was it's underrated, but I think it was very dope. Love it, Jay. What was Dale your favorite? Dale Roy Lindo. Dale Roy Lindo. That's that motherfucker. And he played in Malcolm X. He was um, West Indian Archie. He played in Malcolm X. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He. Uh, what was his character though? In uh, in what in um uh, in um Heart of They Fall. Nah, 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 and and Malcolm X, cause West, he, Indi- West Indian Archie. Mm. All right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, he was the numbers dude. He ran. Yeah, the numbers. which was a, a good ass movie. He played in Crooklyn too, which is like probably one of my favorite movies. Oh, of all time. We, we we did shows already, right? We already did shows, right? Yeah, we yeah, did, we did shows. shows. We're on movies I, now. I had I had one more show I'm gonna add that I just seen what? that I think is freaking amazing. I think everybody should watch it. It's called The Godfather of Harlem. Oh know, yeah, that's just pretty cool. Yeah, I gotta finish it, but it's hard. Yeah, it's the story about Bumpy Johnson. Uh, if y'all don't know Ooh. Bumpy Johnson, he and was I'm the familiar. Yeah, so it's about him, his life coming out of prison, like in I think nineteen sixty three ish. You know what I mean? Oh, was it sixties? Yeah, sixty three. Okay. He came out and then he wanted to. Oh, regain he got control. locked up in the fifties. I'm sorry. Yeah, he yeah. got locked up. In, he locked. He got locked up for like twelve years because he used to run the numbers back then with, um, and he ran into like um. Lucky Luciani, Dutch mm-hmm. Souls, all those infamous mafia gangsters back then. He used to have uh, ins and outs with him, but then it talks of it just it trials him as he comes mm-hmm. out of prison, and then you know how he tries to run and regain Harlem and regain control of Harlem from the Italians. I love that. Yeah. Now, Jay, you said what was your favorite movie of the year? My favorite movie of the year. Uh, you know what? Um, well. I'm just gonna say it because I saw it yesterday, Spider Man. It just I don't want and, you to say a goddamn thing about it. <laughs> that movie was freaking. I don't want no spoilers. Was it no so spoiler good? Alert. I want to see I'm it. Not, I gotta wait I'm not gonna back, spoil though. it for you because I hate when people spoil movies for me. But mm. goddamn, it was I good. Mean, yeah, okay. that was that was probably one of the. Put it in context Spider-Man of movies. of Marvel movies. Where do you rank it? <laughs> Excuse me. Where do I rank it? Okay. Um, you have both the the Avengers end games. Mm-hmm. All right, that's uh, one and two, and then mm-hmm. I put in Spider Man at number three, bro. Better than Black Panther. So Better than Black Panther. Oh, I, I I'm sorry, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot about Black Panther. <laughs> I'm putting Black Panther in there. I thought that came out in twenty. Oh, what? Well, we'll just stand overall. Um, yeah. Black Panther, Spider Man. That's just fire. Uh, it might be better than Black Panther, yo. <gasps> Ooh, it, it, it might. I gotta be. see it then. I gotta see it. It, it might be because it's so much. <laughs> it's so much going on in there, and like the. Mm-hmm. This is how you know a movie no just spoilers. grabs people's attention. I'm not gonna spoil it. All right. It was a. It was. It was a sad part in in, in the movie. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, mm-hmm. everybody's in there laughing. You know, cheering. Mm-hmm. So excited for this freaking movie. The sad shit comes, and it was like. The air was sucked out of the room. Are you serious? Like, everybody was just like drilled into this movie. <sighs> and they're like, like, it was 
you you probably could hear a pin drop in there. That's how quiet it got. Um. So, so yeah, it, it they they did a really good job at like you know staring up all kinds of emotions in that mm-hmm. movie. Um, okay. And then like man, the nostalgic it had nostalgic feel to it. Like man, yeah, that was that was a cool movie to end the year or yeah towards the end of the year. I got a I got a quick question. Got a quick question. Who's your out of out of the three Spider Men that have been played in our lifetime? Who's your favorite? This, one. this one's your favorite? Yeah. And who's like it? Him. Andrew Garfield? Nah, th- well, my favorite, my favorite's yeah. always gonna be the, the original. It's gonna be uh, Toby to- McGuire. To- Toby McGuire? Yeah, Toby was uh, cool. Uh, uh, time yeah. out, time out. Spider-Man 3, we can we can nix that out. The <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> 3 wasn't, wasn't. <laughs> Please stop. Yeah, wasn't, Please stop. <laughs> Immediately <laughs> stop. Wasn't that good, but, then, but it's just, I think I like, <laughs> I like that Spider-Man because it was, it was the first and it was very nostalgic to me because I used to watch mm-hmm. the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I think when I would watch the cartoon, I would try to compare it and be like, oh, shit, this is accurate. Mm-hmm. Like, real yeah. accurate. But then again, every Spider-Man, you can't really hold it together because it's all different universes of Spider-Man. Right. Mm-hmm. And well, that's, which... that's, the, that's the best thing about it. Yeah. And, and that I thought was Andrew Garfield that... was good. Who? No, I thought Andrew... Andrew Garfield was good. No, nah, he wasn't bad. He was he just not yeah, my he top. he wasn't bad at all. Nah, he just wasn't my top. He's not my top. Yeah. That's um, the, the Tobey one was cool. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was dope because... I mean, it was like he actually turned into a freaking spider. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He's yeah, really shooting true. webs and stuff out yeah, of his fingers. Like, yeah. this, all that was, like, natural. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, it was about natural. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the new guy now, I, I, I keep forgetting his name. Tom what Holland. is Day is in there? Who? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Hey, great job, Tom Holland. You took over that Spider-Man role, and God. you're freaking killing it. Like, he's, he's is it because he looks? Is it because he looks 12? Uh, could be, but nah, I know he's because no, I know he's, he's older. older. He's like he's probably like 22, 23, But he does like when he first played that Spider Man, he fits that because I was like, yo, yeah. this dude look like he just came out of high school. Facts, because he looks young, but he he, he definitely played right. He's a good Spider Man. I'm not gonna let him take that away from him. Yeah, he, he's pre- he's pretty good, man. Um, yeah, I yeah, I just need y'all to go see this, and then y'all uh, like nobody, nothing's gonna be in games. That's that. Mm-hmm. That shit was really freaking fire, but and, this Spider Man, mm. Endgame to me was just it was sad, man. Like it was super sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta watch Endgame. I have yet to see it. It's. I'm not well, really a big. I know, I know. Calm, calm down. Look, I'm not really that <laughs> into Spider. I mean, uh, superhero movies. I, I was about know. to. I was about to unload. I was yeah, about to unload. No, so like, so for me, like, okay, so I guess to make an analogy what y'all love about superhero movies, I love about biopics. So like me, my movie of the year was Aretha because I love me a good biopic. And that movie had pissed me off. It had me bent. And I was like, it was oh my good. God. Oh, yeah, it was oh. good. It was good. Like I love a good biopic because I love seeing somebody's life, you know, from from start, you know, middle, finish, everything they've been through. Yeah, yeah, and also story. I did not know about Aretha's life like that. Like it was mm. very uh, tumultuous traumatic and legendary all at the same time mm. like it was just it was wild and then also um just jennifer hudson i like her when she does biopics and stuff so it's good but I, I have yet to see superhero movies you said what i got a biopic that'll be every biopic ever created. i've seen a lot of them go ahead hit me with it what's love got to do with it stop playing with me stop playing seen that 20 what? million times love that it's movie the, and that's what i'm saying it's the to me i think angela bassett 
Angela no. Bassett can do she's no wrong. The best. Are you kidding me? She's the she best. She can do no wrong. She ever. is she is the epitome when it came to playing Tina Turner and Lawrence Fishburne. He don't get enough credit oh, playing. He be, yeah, oh, he be he, he killed Ooh, it. He be making me so mad. So, he so, plays <laughs> roles so good yo, that he be pissing you off. Yo, like you know well, you stop anime. slapping her. Anime, anime. <laughs> Anime. Come on, anime, 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 anime. Can we see the song? When he, y'all, so I saw that movie when I was like maybe like seven or eight. We used to sleep oh, and watch Lord, it. Oh, Lord, that's too young when to watch he, that movie. When he choked her up against that daggone fish tank, I yeah. said, oh my God, he gonna yeah. kill this I said, Tina Turner gonna die. And then at that point, I was at the age where I thought actors really died. So I was like, oh my God, Angela Bassett died. Oh my God, she got choked up against things. She didn't die. Oh my God. But that's a great biopic. And again, it just, women, Ragnar, like the greatest legends had to just go through the most tumultuous stuff with, yeah. some, with these dudes and it's very yeah. much so it's pissing me off and you know what else was a good biopic the what? temptations oh my you ever seen the temptations i retract my statement i haven't seen every biopic except that one <laughs> you see the temptations right i haven't Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. You never seen that? I don't understand oh, yes, that yes, reference. Yes. I don't get the joke. I don't that's, get it. That's so that's that's in a that's in the scene of the temptation when David Ruffin, who's played by um, I forget the dude's name, he's a black actor, but he's he's one of the he's best. that one that played in uh Waiting to Exhale. He played he in Waiting to Exhale and he, he played in, he played in Cool Runners. So he, he mm-hmm. Leon, yeah, yes, Leon. There was Leon. Not, not the temptations, bro. The five heartbeats. Look, no, he, see, played, he played in that too, know. but he played in the temptation. Oh, he was well, in the Temptations too. Okay. Yeah, he was in both. He was okay. in both. He was in the Five Heartbeats and he was in the Temptations. Goddamn, Leon, shit. But he, pl- but in that <laughs> scene, right there, there, he comes back because he had an issue with the group or whatever, and um, Otis, Otis is like the 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 the, 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 the patriarch <laughs> of the group because he he he's like yeah. he's trying to keep everybody together. So he's like he coming. He's like David, we just can't keep doing this with you, David. We just can't. And he just look at him. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. And that just because it it was that scene to me was so impactful because he played David Ruffin's character so well. And David Ruffin had yeah. a very, you know, um, tra- not traumatic childhood, but he really went through a lot. And he was a drug addict and everything like that. Oh. And like he ended up he ended up dying from an overdose. But oh, no. that was definitely a great um, biopic, The Temptation. Ooh, yeah. Ooh I think, so I, I think my favorite biopic probably. You're going to say The Jackson Five? Nigga, you already know, bro. Yeah, I knew that's it. That's my that shit, like, shit, dog. That shit like that eight hours shit. long, though. That that like, I was like, yeah, yeah, long. <laughs> I was literally finna say that. That was the one biopic I was like, Yo. hey, I gotta watch this mug in parts and sequences, yeah. like one hour at a time. That's my favorite John, though. Like, oh man, <laughs> like the the song y'all. Well, Indy, you probably don't know. I'm I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. Like, I grew up. Mm-hmm. What? Like, I was three years old. With like my little church jacket on, I had like a little plastic top hat. I throw on black socks, grab me a glove. <clears throat> I'd be in front of the TV, VHS, Aww. and I sit there and dance like him all day. Oh, so you like MJ for real, for real? What's your yeah. favorite childhood MJ song? I have my favorite. But what's your favorite? Yeah, let me hear my it. favorite childhood MJ song. Yeah, like probably... I mean, like he was still chocolate brown, twelve years and under. Like he was oh, 12 years brown. Oh, like oh, he was chocolate little brown, Michael. Michael. Little yeah. Michael. Oh, yeah, little shit. Michael. Um, I like um man, not got to be there, but uh it's my uh, favorite. 
that's that's it. yours yeah oh, yes. i like got to be that. there but it's the other one um mm-hmm. i want to be where you are that's my I shit be where you are. man oh, wait, the start of that song that boy that shit hard you're getting happy in your spirit i love it yeah that's my shit um yeah yeah mj and then what's your favorite adult michael jackson song oh i need to answer this next um Man, that's it's it's a lot, but so many one give me one that you can loop, one that you can loop on a six hour road trip and not get tired of it. A MJ song, yeah, you gotta give me one. That's 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 how that's that's how I determine favorites. Like you can loop that mug and not get tired. God damn! All right, come back to me. (laughs) All right, M, what you think? All right, give me give me your favorite uh, your favorite kid, Michael Jackson, like Jackson Five, something like that. Okay, um, ABC definitely my favorite. Okay, now give me an adult. Um, Adult, if I can loop it. Mm-hmm. Um, the way you make me feel. Um, Ooh, that is. And then, um, what's the other joint? I wanna rock with you. Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah. I love, I love that because it's because even if it was such a, a low budget video, but the song is so beautiful because, like, it, it's just it was just MJ being MJ. Like it, it like it was just he's too cool for school, man. Like that was definitely I I love that song. I wanna rock with you, man. Like that's one song. If I'm doing karaoke, shout out to my shout out to my Asian family, you know what I mean? They, we always do karaoke all the time. Yeah. If that if it's if it's a Michael Jackson song, I'm singing it. I love Michael it. Jackson, if it's PYT, the way you make mm-hmm. me feel, human mm-hmm. nature. Um oh. <laughs> yo, human nature, bro. All right, that might be human nature, butterfly. <laughs> I think, I think it's Human. Uh, 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 oh, butterflies? Shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Butterflies? See, okay, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Yo. I'm not gonna lie. The demo version's better. The demo version of my flow tree is better. Have you? Uh, all right. Well, let me not. I'm scrunching up at me. You talking about music now? You talking about music now? Yeah, yeah, flow tree yeah. wrote that for Michael Jackson, and if you listen to their album um, Floetic when they're on that bench, yeah. then that's uh-huh. like track number. I want to say it's like 11 or 12, and they yeah. did the demo version because he let them put it on the album. Fire. Really? But also this thing too, if you listen to the background vocals of the bridge, they kept part of Marsha Ambrosia's portions, uh, portion of, of the song as well. And they put it on both tracks. Oh, don't don't play with me. I do I, I like my music stuff. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm going to have to look into that. I want to hear that. Yeah, I want to hear that. Mm. It's um, fire. Fire. <laughs> okay. But, but you you I'm, said I'm, mine, M. I love PYT. Like no, pretty my God. things yeah. me. Like I love that uh the Ooh, chant, the call and response. That's great. And then also a close tie for second, but honorable mention is don't stop till you get enough because Oh my god, yes. Fire. I love that song. <laughs> man. They were actually I was it was Black Friday and it was in the middle of the bowling alley, and I went, I was just so happy. I was you know like, why I love that song. Because I'm a big Chris Tucker fan, and I was and you, so for sure. You were going where I was walking. Hour, and you walk in rush hour till he does that song. He like Shamaoli, Shamaoli, yes. Shamaoli. Like he's singing the song. Goes top ten favorite movies for me. Top ten favorite movies of all time. Rush hour two. Oh my god! And it's the second one. Don't no, not the first top or the third. Three. It's the second. Do you do you like? Did you like Money Talks? Did, you, did y'all like Money Talks? Money Talks was cool. It was cool. Money Talks was Money cool. Talks Nothing to write home about, but it was good. I Money like Talks was funny as hell, man. That joint get. It's underrated because I think that's a hood film, but that joint is hilarious. Hey, yeah. where y'all shirt at? <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. He said, he said, oh my he said, gosh. He was like, he's like, seven for me, seven for you, and you get whatever's up because you've been tripping the whole time. Like, oh, bro, they don't even know you. They're not going to give you seven billion. 
Come on, bro. That nigga is funny, man. Chris Tucker, I think I think I think he gets underrated when it comes to his films, man. He does. Well, I think he he wanted that on purpose. Like he wanted to change the perspective of who he was after Smokey. Oh yeah, that's true. He did an interview about that. I was about to say, I've seen a couple interviews about that. Which is why he, I mean, that's probably why he stopped getting a lot of roles. Yeah. But, you know, he. Because they archetype you. Like, they, yeah. or they, I'm sorry, not archetype, they cast type you. Like, you right. can play the drunk friend all the time, or you can play the high friend all the time. You can play the funny friend. You can play the nerdy he, one. He, he did play a good role in um, Silver Linus Playbook. I did watch that movie, and that movie was excellent. Was it good? But, yeah, the Silver Linus Playbook was really good, and he plays good. a great character. And I think he got. They got nominated for an award because his role, his um, his act, his the way he acted in that in that film was pretty good. Really? Even though his role, even though his role wasn't as big, but he still he 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 did a great he did, he did a great job in that movie. What's it called? Silver Linings Silver Playbook book. with Bradley Silver Cooper Linings and Playbook. Jennifer Lawrence and Robert okay. De Niro's in there. Well, you know it's Rob, Robert De Niro. I mean, Love Robert De Niro. Love him. God. He can do no wrong as well. He picks no bad acting roles. <laughs> I I don't Robert De Niro to me. <laughs> Like he's always been one of my favorite actors when it comes mm-hmm. to this. When it, even even not even just playing the mafia role, like he play, he, he freaking meet the parents. My God, that to me is a classic. I like because he literally changed <laughs> the way people perceived him when he took that role. Because before then it was all mafia, tough guy, bad guy type of role. He he played a lighthearted grandfather comedic role, serious. Mm-hmm. But I, I, Marvin Denner is one of those guys, man, where he's like in my top when it comes to actors, male actors. Yeah. Yes, I like him in uh, in Men of Honor. Oh yeah, that was amazing. Men of Honor, okay. Yeah, with QB Gooding Jr. It depicts the first black uh, diver for the Navy. Yep, Master Diver. Oh, that's what that Carver movie is Sh- called. Carver I know Shear. about that movie, but I've never actually yeah. seen it. Yep, Master no, Diver, Carver Shoe. Yeah, that was um, that from movie VA. Is crazy. Oh. Yeah, or lives in VA. Lives in Norfolk. Lives he in went Norfolk. through it. He went through a lot of shit in that in that um during those times, man. My God. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that was wild, Andy. I think you'll really like that. Yeah, and he lost his foot. Mm. Yeah, Lord Jesus. From a freak accident. Yeah. I won't get yeah. into that, but she. Oh, I'm watching. Wait, wait but hold on. But you, but you, but you, but you, but you used to, you was in the navy and you worked on a ship, right? Can no, sir. Can that? Oh, you didn't work on a ship. I didn't, but I, oh, you didn't I, do ship I, duty? I was, I was blessed. No, ma'am. I was oh. a part of a construction battalion. So, oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, we're called CBs. Mm-hmm. So, we ain't touch, it was only you no water. 1%. No, ma'am. Nah, unless oh. I was going to get in the pool. Nah, they, <laughs> um, they, uh, <laughs> they, they kept us away from that. But, um, but no, that, that, that is possible though, Matt. I mean, I, I like I've been that, on the ship, like I've, I've seen, you know, but mm-hmm. no, it's, it's, bro, the, the ropes, the wires and all that stuff that's on a, on a ship, it, if, if something goes wrong, it can kill you. Yeah. Oh my Jesus. Yeah. That stuff will kill oh, you. If, all the tension on them ropes and stuff and that stuff snaps. Mm. You're out. You're going to see, you're going to see. Jesus for real, for real, for real. Yeah, mm. and like Lord instantly. Oh yeah, God. it's a wrap. Yeah, but but you know, you know. That's why we have saved. I guess why that's y'all. Why y'all had safety precautions, safety measures, and safety briefings. Exactly. Before. Exactly. Shout Ooh. out to all the sailors, the real so, ones. Right. Thank you for thank you for your service too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Stop it. Stop Ooh. It. So I want to switch gears and um ask about music because the Don't Stop Till You Get Enough had me inspired. Mm-hmm. Give me your favorite album of the year. I have mine, but I want y'all to go first. 
Mm, uh, J. Cole all season for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was oh. shit. Shout out to Cole. He had a lot of songs on there that had me. Actually, <laughs> yo, it's <laughs> one song on there. The very last song. Um, A couple, maybe a week before flying back mm-hmm. to the States. That shit mm-hmm. almost had me cry. Mm. Um, it's like, it's it's the lyrics in, in the song is like, shit gonna get hard, keep your head strong. Uh, if I quit now, then I'm dead wrong. Um, fighting all this, what is it? Fighting all this uh, hunger for hours. Big step a nigga don't get stepped on. Anyways, he was just, you know, talking this like powerful shit, right? Love you know, it. it's like one of those songs where you just, you know, you hear it and you don't want to give up on whatever you got going on. And it hit home for me because I'm getting, you know, I was getting out the Navy. Mm-hmm. And it's like so many things going through your mind at the time. Like, all right, well, you done did eight years of the Navy. Now you're going mm-hmm. back to the civilian world. So you have, well, naturally, you know, like you will have your doubts when you're switching careers. But um, yeah, yeah, that whole album, whenever Cole drops some shit, it's like I'm always going through something like I'm transitioning mm-hmm. in life. And Cole be coming out with stuff, and it's like it hits home every single time. So yeah, Cole's that dude. So yeah, the off season. That's my album of the year. What about you, M? I think I'm gonna have to do two on this one. I apologize. I'm gonna just do two. Yeah, time. Go ahead. <laughs> so I I think for me, um, it's gonna be Drake's Certified Lover Boy because I don't know how long how many times I ran that back in the car just going to work. And just running through it and not skipping for me when it, when the album is good to me and I, I'm not like to the J Cole joint I gotta I gotta li- I gotta really listen to it I gotta continue mm-hmm. to listen to it because mm-hmm. from what Smooth saying you know what I mean I I, th- I think I ran through it once and just kind of just had it in the background playing I gotta run through it actually listening to it mm-hmm. but certified yeah, level to me that, that to me is just yeah that gym, that to me is just just classic party Drake and you know and I love that um that type of when so he, you when a Drake fan them. for real for real. No, Drake's that dude. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Drake's that guy. And then okay. for me, for me, second, I, I've been listening a lot to Donda by Kanye mm-hmm. West, and it's like not even a deluxe, just a regular joint. Like, mm-hmm. like he has a few tracks on that. I'm just like, like I, I like I like the jail one because that one is just like, you know, if something happens, you know, we going to jail tonight, that type of thing. And then mm. boom, who, who does he have featuring on there? His brother from another Jay Z. He says, and the thing that gets me, he says. Is whole and Jesus like Moses and Jesus? That to me, I was like, oh my god, that was a bar. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was a bar. Get him! And it was just like I'm just sitting there. I'm like, wow, this like anytime they they come together on a track, just just gets mm-hmm. me like, wow. And then he has a lot a, a couple other tracks on there that's just inspiring to me. To praise God when it's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other joint? Uh, no child left behind is dope. So to me. Certified Lover Boy Drake and then Donda mm-hmm. by Kanye West, man, because those two both okay. definitely were on my repeat every time listening to them. I love it. I love it. I would say for me, hands down, Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan. Mm. Fire. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I gotta listen a, to that. I'm such a big, like, I, I love R&B. I love vocal ability. I just love you singing, just you singing uh, what do they call it? Flat foot singing or whatever. And I love Jasmine Sullivan because I feel like she's finally getting her flowers and it's about freaking time. I've loved Jasmine Sullivan ever since Brown Midnight came out, which is like 2008 when mm. like, oh yeah, I, I'm a true fan. But I feel like this, she was very vulnerable. I find it ironic. I find it ironic that this version of vulnerability was more accepted 
than her other versions of vulnerability, but that's another conversation. But I think mm -hmm. that it was great that she was living in her, um, living in her truth of trying to figure out who she is as a woman, how she mm -hmm. how she's trying to navigate relationships, and then also right. just that her, of course, the musical essence of it, the production, the mm. um, collabs on it was great. Like she has one called um, Price Tags with Anderson Pack. Love Anderson Pack. Like oh, I discovered Anderson him Pack. in like 2021. He's Best. great. Um, and so Hotels is fire. And on top of that, her tour just sold out. Like all of it. I'm pretty oh, sure all of dang. it just sold. Like literally I was trying to go to the Dallas show and or the Houston show. Mm -hmm. Both of them sold out so quickly that they changed venues and then it sold out again. And I was like, wow. well, Wow. It's just not my day to go see her, is it? So no, um, but also just in general, like I, I literally try to repeat her runs just so I could just so I can make it look like I'm singing, doing something mm -hmm. cool. And then um, but yeah, I would definitely say Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan, um, album of the year. And then um, let's go to song of the year because Anderson Pack is part of my song of the year. Leave the door open. Oh, that song is dope fire. as fuck. Fire. Oh my God. Fire, fire, fire. Silk Sonic is fire. When they go on tour, I will be seeing them. I will be seeing them. Actually, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a page out of your book, uh, M, because I have a tie. Leave the door open and You Are My High by DJ Snake. That song? Really? I don't know. Okay, so I don't even listen to EDM, y'all. Like, I'm not really on the EDM tip. I'm not, uh, yeah, not really. But I remember it came up in my suggested songs on SoundCloud. And I was like, what is this? And I was like, this is great. And it's just, it's all, like I said, it's an EDM, all instrumentals. And it's just this, this repetitive, you, you are my high. And I'm like, what is that? But I love that. So those are like my top two songs of the year. Pretty fire to <clears throat> Fire songs, fire, fire. All right, Jay, what's your song of the year? It actually do be some cool EDM songs um, from what I've, from what I've heard. Cause your sister been putting me on to some to a couple of them. And I'd be like, yeah. yo, this this drone actually ride a little bit. All yes, right. yes, yes. Um, okay, so my song of the year was probably um I said Lemonade earlier. Uh, mm -hmm. by uh, Internet Money, or the remix at least. Uh mm -hmm. Internet Money, Ryder Rich and uh Don Tolliver. Um that drone to me was pretty fire. Yeah. Um, the instrumentation, I don't know what the hell it was really talking about. Nothing that I'm into, but the instrumentation, the production that goes into it, like, man, that shit was, that was a cool last little um, radio hit. You know what I mean? I don't know if it really went anywhere, but um, that was it. Other than that, I don't, man, mm -hmm. I listen to like old stuff. So I, like, I had a song I was listening to that I just started listening to this year. That's probably been out since I don't know, since I don't know when. Like the 60s, 70s, maybe. What's it called? Like old, it's old reggae. This is like rootsy reggae. Oh, mm. nice. Um, and one of the songs is called Firehouse Rock. Um, I had that on repeat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so long, like I, yeah, so I'm weird. I'm weird. So yeah, that's all no, I got you're for y'all. Like, radio to hits. Music stuff. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, radio hits, y'all. Yeah, these youngsters look uh, lemonade. <laughs> that that shit was cool. Matt, what you got? Oh man, um, I think if I'm gonna do song of the year, and I and I played this during a while, and I don't really listen to this type of rap music like that, mm -hmm. like the extremely hoodish type stuff. Mm -hmm. But I, I can't say that because then I, you know, I love the locks and all of them. But 
Mm-hmm. But this is different though. This is money bag, yo. I don't even listen to money bag, yo. But that time okay. today, it was just like, <laughs> yeah. I just it, it, it just started. I just look at my wrist. I got time today. Da, da, da. I'm crossing the line today. The haters they see me. They want me to play. Da, 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 da. And I like it because it's like it's one of them songs where you I'm going into work. I don't need, I don't want nobody. I'm gonna make this face. I don't want nobody messing with me today, man. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not on that type time today. You know what I mean? And it kind of it kind of reflects like you going into you going into work today. You might have a bad day or whatever. And it just mm-hmm. give. It, I'm not gonna say it promotes negative energy, but it promotes that. Yo, so you talk to me crazy today. It might not be your day. So I I think I, I like that song a lot, and I played yes. it, and I played it a lot. And I've never been a money a money bag yo type of dude because I I just think to me that's just. That's not my type of, of music that I listen to, but you know, I, I'm open for anything and I and I, mm-hmm. and I enjoy that song from time to time. I like it, I like it, I like it. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't listen like that's that's what I was telling y'all earlier. Like when I like literally my playlist is like gospel, R and B, um, uh, I have my rock music, and then literally mm-hmm. I listen to Houston rap only when I'm working out. Like that's it. That's and then people are like, you listen to this? I'm like, I do. But other than yeah, that, it's, really I'm probably, or like jazz music, smooth jazz, all that good stuff. But like when I get in my mood and I want to, I want to feel like I'm really doing something like put on mm-hmm. that, put on that bun B or something like that. You know, I don't, I don't know why I'm like that, but no, I'm the same way. <laughs> That's like the only time I listen to rap music. So I definitely understand that. And then, ooh, let's get a little sentimental, y'all. Let's get a little sentimental. What is your personal accomplishment of the year that you're most proud of? That? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I think to me, um, I thought y'all were both crying. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> we start early. Okay. <laughs> I think to me, I don't, I, I, I think the audience, the listeners and, and the viewers watching, I don't think they noticed already, but I had my son, you know, junior, um, April um, of this year. And then that was just, mm-hmm. that to me is just a blessing in itself. And he's just the epitome of, of you know, God's gift because he's just, you know, he he didn't have we didn't have to be blessed with him. You know what I mean? We didn't have to he didn't we didn't have to give us such a gift. And I thank God every day for him. And he's just, you know, some something something that I'm proud of that I did with my life. You know, made a child, and yeah. I'm hoping that I'm able to continue to raise him up to be a strong, you know, black Christian man and just move, you know, the yeah. way that he needs to move in his life. And um, that's probably the main thing. And I and, I, and there's things that's happened to me this year that have been bad this thing that haven't been to have been to me that have been great but yep. that is the accomplishment of the year for me just the birth, birth of my son that's the that's the number one no doubt Love accomplishment it. of a lifetime man that's dope yeah bro. so congratulations yeah. again it. man i appreciate that i appreciate that oh i love it uh, fatherhood i love it i yeah. love it bless your little baby as he's growing up that's too thank you i appreciate that yes i love that's it jay cool, what's your biggest <laughs> accomplishment of the year Besides getting out the Navy, um, <laughs> nah, one of my, okay, so, um, I was able to be a part of family's history in a sense. I got two things really, but I was, able, was able to be a part of a little bit of family history. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle had acquired some land, cool. right? So he's got everything, you know, set up out there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, the last thing, that he wanted to add on was the private street sign with my grandmother's name on it. So I I know me and Matt have talked about it before, but Mm -hmm. like one day I plan on getting my own land too. 
That's so great. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's the dopest thing anybody should do, especially mm-hmm. us, is mm-hmm. to own some land, yeah. right? Um, but the fact that I was able to be there and help, I mean, I dug out the hole and all that, set it up, all that stuff. And I was able to do that for my grandma while she was there. That wow. was cool as hell. So, yeah. So that was uh, an, an accomplishment. Um, and then so making it to 2020, 21, period. Yes. It's just another accomplishment. You know what I'm saying? It was just I you know, so much, so much death, really, that mm-hmm. happened this past mm. year. Mm. You know, it's mm. so much... Mm. Yep. Yeah, just so much death and destruction, man. But we are still here. You know, we all have yeah. a purpose that we're serving. So I'm just thankful to still be here kicking it. That's my accomplishment. Making it through 2021. That's Seeing right. what's next. I know that's right. What about you, Miss say- India? I would say for me, um, my biggest accomplishment, oh gosh, ah! what is my biggest accomplishment? I would say, um, okay, so it's a couple, so it's a couple of things. So I have an outside, outside accomplishment and an inside accomplishment. So my outer, is that altruistic? I don't want, yeah, my outside accomplishment would definitely be um, traveling to Europe for the first time. That was literally a dream come true. I was like, what? Like, you get like, that whole experience was out of body, like out of body. Like, and you really, first of all, you realize like the world is bigger than your own little echo chamber and square that you live in on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. And second, I was like, wow, the world is so much bigger than my little backyard. Like, I love that. I love that. And B, I am proud of my personal growth and development that I went through this year. So very, very, very proud of myself because I'm really learning to stick to my own guns, Mm. sticking to my own guns for real, for real. And not being, not feeling bad about that. Like, not feeling bad because I'm trusting myself and really trusting what's inside of me to be like, no, you're making the right decision. Stick to your guns. That's yeah. probably my biggest intrinsic, like inside. Yeah, that's my biggest goal of the year because um, don't play me, don't play with me is the goal for 2022. But I had to learn some things in 2021 about trusting myself first and sticking to my own guns. So mm. that's probably my biggest intrinsic, intrinsic accomplishment of the year because it's. It was actually extremely hard to do that because I self-doubt a lot. I'm like, I self-doubt, I worry. I'm a perfectionist and I often worry about if I'm doing the right thing. But mm-hmm. this year I was like, hey, you are. Keep going. Like, you, you got to be doing something right. So definitely was testable. That Those are my accomplishments of the year for sure. I like that. Mm. Yeah, that's real. And you know what? And 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 I let me, let me, let me give myself a pat on the back too. Mm-hmm. Um, for getting through school um, last year, that was Big like school to me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like, he just like my sister. <laughs> he just like my sister. <laughs> give me 
I want to go to school mm-hmm. to be trained for what I want to go out into the world to do. Right. I don't want to do all this extra stuff. Don't. I, I'm, I'm. Why? Why? I mean, I know why, but. Eh. But, you want to get you want to get to the meat and potatoes and yeah. leave everything off on the plate. Mm-hmm. Just come on now, just get, you know what I'm here for. <laughs> you know what I'm here for. I'm here petition. for a good time, not a long time. The songwriter said. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was uh yeah, I was kind of traumatized from school before, like mm-hmm. college before. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, self doubt was real. And it's like, man, are you, you sure you got this? And you in the military? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you got other things going on. But I did it. So I'm super happy about that. So that was another accomplishment. There um, you go. There you go. You got you got to encourage yourself. I'm serious. That's, that's another thing the songwriter says. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me and Smooth. I, always, I think there's a song for everything, though. I'd be... I'd be thinking that there's always a song for everything. Yes, there is. Yeah. Lyrics yeah. and words mean things. And there's always something. There's always a song for something. <laughs> it's crazy because me, me, me and Smooth, we would have conversations all the time about school. And he uh-huh. would always ask me, he'd be like, yo, like, you know, what do I do? Like, yo, I got to do this, that, and the third. I'm like, bro, just, mm-hmm. conti- just continue to do it. I always told him, I said, yo, if you get your bachelor's, go get your master's. If you get your master's, mm-hmm. go get your doctor's. So I said, don't stop. Because the one thing about school is, like, you know, dealing with academia, if you stop for a long period of time, you're not going to, it's going to, it's going to be a, a strong willed person to try to come back and do it because it's very, it. it's very taxing on you because, yeah. it, but if you're in the flow of it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like basketball. If you, mm-hmm. if you, just, if you got 30 point 30 points by the third quarter and they take you out and they put you in two minutes of the game, all your, all your fire, all your rhythm, all your, you know, all that, all that charisma is gone. Now, yep. now you're shooting cold. But if you continue and just keep knocking those semesters out, keep knocking them out every time, bro, just go into the sky's the limits, man. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you can, bro. Keep doing it, man. Keep striving. Yes. I'm proud of you, though, man. I appreciate it, man. You know I mean? now, I'm going to keep going to the master. Yeah, don't stop. Don't the don't stop. We're on about the doctor around. Nah, get the doctors. <laughs> get the doctors. Get the doctors, man. We'll no, I, no I encourage. They literally, I'm peak, like, amen to everything Matt said because it it's like that. And a lot of my adult clients, where they come to me, they're like, India, I don't have time to do this. I just, or they, they feel like they don't have the capacity to do it. And I'm like, you got this. Like you, it's just the mindset. You have to get back in that mindset. But sometimes it's, sometimes it's like, I don't want to do this paper right now. Mm -hmm. Or it's Mm -hmm. like my brain hurts. Like I literally, I've had clients be like, my brain hurts. And this is some BS right now. And I'm like, no, 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 Mm -hmm. it's not BS. You feel that way. And let's feel that human emotion. Let's also, you know, let's be a thug through this. Let's be a G through this. You got this. So like kudos to you for, Keeping going, keeping ongoing in spite of. Thank you. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, 2022 gets here. It's about to be. Brian, like I'm trying to actually put myself through the shit. Yeah, mm. like that's that's my intention. Oh, so wait, so question: Is that your big? Is that your your bag? Your big audacious goal for 2022? I'm not one of those. You know, have a new nope, resolution. Not resolution. Yeah. Just go. All right. Yeah. Not. But. Now, nah, what's your big audacious yeah. goal? Your bag. My bag to get my master's. It, it whenever that's going to happen. If it's next year, it's going to be next year. If it's mm-hmm. tomorrow, it's tomorrow. But that's all I'm really focused on is just yeah. get this master's. All right. 
And what's your big audacious goal for 2022? I think for me, um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I, it's, it's like, I don't, I don't know. I think with job, you know, definitely try to promote and get to the highest position mm-hmm. that I can get to, whether that's supervisor, whether, mm-hmm. whether that's command staff, whatever that may be, get to the highest goal possible. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, sec- secondly, just, you know, try continue to be, continue to be a, a great dad. You know, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. So yeah. Continue to be a great dad. And then just, Oh, work on my finances too, man. Like Woo. that's one thing, like try to create, yeah. try to create more income, man. Like, like I, I got this, I got this secondary job that I start in like first week of January being an adjunct instructor for one of the local colleges. I don't know if I told you this nice. before, but it's extra. I'm all, I like, I, like I want to do it because I do, I love academia. I love teaching and everything like that, but it's definitely for the money. And I want to continue to try to find avenues of more income, either yeah. that or I'm, I'm getting, I'm moving out of Delaware, man. I, I told Smooth this before. Either. Is it expensive? No, it's not expensive. Just not a lot of opportunities in Delaware. Oh, like I see. I like, see. Okay. I tell people mm-hmm. all the time, if you're not, if you don't work if, for Delaware, if you don't work in the healthcare field or like a banking industry. Sure. Sure. It's, sure. it's pretty, unless you got like a, a, a like a cybersecurity certificate sure. or you work, you want to be a police officer. It's really not a lot of avenues that you can travel. Really? I mean, yeah, because Delaware, the way Delaware is a small state, but the healthcare industry, the Christiana Care is, is like they have they own pretty much ninety percent of the hospitals in Delaware. Oh, like, okay, so like, it's like a monopoly out there. They're, yeah, they're a big employer of people. Sure, so sure, if you, sure. If sure. you're a nurse and you're coming out, you automatically going to Christiana Care. They're hiring you. They're picking you up. Nurse, doctor, uh, anything in the medical mm-hmm. field, you automatically have a job waiting for you. Or banking, you know, they have all the big banks in Delaware. They got J.P. Morgan oh, yeah. Chase, Cap- Capital mm-hmm. One, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Citibank, all all the all the big type of banking companies are li- yeah. are in Delaware because it's cheaper for federal, state tax, and all that good stuff. So I think, um, me personally, if if I'm not able to, like I already talked to my wife about, it, if I'm not able to get to a point where I, where I can be like, hmm, I, I've done it, I'm getting out of here, man. Like either, mm-hmm. either it's either going to be taxes or it's either going to be uh north carolina those are the you two said states. texas or north carolina yeah it's gonna be one of those well, you go you're gonna have automatic family wherever you go what's yeah, good I know. yeah what's I, know, good? I know i know and it's, it's gonna be nice i think because we're going north out carolina though yeah yeah he did he really want me to come to north carolina yeah he going to north carolina mm-hmm. but the crazy thing is i'm going to texas Andy coming too she don't know you you going to north carolina Andy? I am i am i didn't want to interrupt i was gonna say i'm planning when i'm coming to carolina i'm coming soon i'll tell y'all off here when i'm coming <laughs> okay but now nah, so i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to dallas pretty pretty soon for a vacation so because we got we got some friends that live up there and um oh, good. they live in them they i don't know if you're familiar but they they live There's in the mckinney mckinney area so oh we, yes it's right yeah. there yep yeah so they're gonna show us around and everything like that he, he and he's been telling me like Yo, bro, look at the houses out here. Like, they I good. was about to like, say, they, McKinney, nice. but they, but they got that. They, 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 they money, they money a little higher. Like, they, they both work. Don't, like, don't underestimate. Don't not, underestimate yourself. Don't yeah, you count true. yourself out. That's, and I that's, mean that. I, that's true. That's true. That's true. So yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the big goals for, for me. What, what about what about you? And what's the goals Love for you? It. Um, Lord Jesus, it depends on what avenue of life you're talking about. No, yeah. um, <laughs> um, I would say my biggest goals, my, mm, my biggest goals, my biggest goal is to, ha, this is, this is, uh, I'm a lab, but I, I really do mean this. I'm going to try to create more balance when it comes to like my work life. 
So I told y'all this before, but like, I love what I do. And so I don't mind doing it. Like, I don't mind mm -hmm. doing it. I'm fine. At the same time, like, I sometimes miss out on things because I'm like, I got to work. So I'm trying to create more balance just to make sure that I'm not letting my work consume me and that it's an extension of me, but it's not who I am. That's my biggest thing that I'm trying to focus on. And then also um, kind of like along the lines of what you said, um, M, just making sure that um, my finances are in a way that I want them to work even more for me. Thankfully, thankfully they have worked for me, but I just want to make sure that I'm being a good manager of money as much as possible and using it as a real tool tool and a resource instead of just like solely relying on it. Um, and then, you know, just always, yeah, just definitely still continuing with my personal growth and development. That's, that's a streak that I want to continue on. And then um, continuing with my goal of reading a book a month, but I might try to increase it to two Ooh, books. A I month. like that. I, like I love that. to read. I told you I'm a bookworm. I, I mean yeah. that. And so I'm, I'm, I did my books of the month for December. So that was two. So I was like, wait a minute, India, you might as well just read two books a month now so yeah reading two books a month so just yeah just more reading more nice. doing more balance even though balance is kind of like a myth but just my version of what would work for me you know yeah so yeah mm, dope I dope mm -hmm. i love it 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 <laughs> so yeah but no you gotta let me know when you in dallas for sure nah, i got you link i got you we definitely, um definitely y'all bringing uh, so you uh you and the whole family right yeah, me, the wife, and a little man. Yay! So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We'll definitely, definitely have to link up if y'all have time for sure. But then I also, like I said, I'm coming to Carolina too, so gotta oh, make that happen. That's, that's a six hour. That's the only six hour drive. So that's six hours, and then okay. So how far is Delaware from from New York? From New York, it's two, two, two and a, two and a half, depending on where part of New York you're talking about. That's not bad. Uh, shoot, Manhattan. I don't know. I just want to go to one of the boroughs. That's like that's like two hours and twenty minutes. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it I really? can't wait. I thought it was longer than that. Not to get to Manhattan, not really, because if you if you do it, if you if you just because so you can just take the turnpike all the way up. Yeah. As soon as you take the turnpike all the way up, and then you take go over the go over the um go over the bridge, you're already in New York City. Like you're literally what? in New York City. Damn. Yeah, I guess you're right. So it's really we're literally only like two hours and twenty minutes. Now, depending on what type, of, what part, like which borough you're talking about, might be a little longer. I love it. I want to go to all five, but I'm like India. Be realistic. Just go to one that you know you want to go to, and then yeah. oh, the, the best the best way to do it though, like how how me and my wife did it. Uh huh. We would drive all the way up to Jersey City, and then we would just take the train, and the train is like five dollars, and then you just commute by subway all everywhere but else you go. That's, that's my cheaper. biggest thing. I cheaper. love to commute by like city transit. Like when yeah. I was in Chicago, I took the L. I took um, I took I did Uber one time, but I took the L, and I was like, "This is so cool." And I was like, yeah. "Ooh, city transit!" Oh, like New, New, York, New York subway different. I don't look anybody in the face because they got some crazy people on the on the subway. Yo, little, when we because it was me, my me and my wife and my brother, we went to the we went to the city and we uh -huh. went there in the holidays. Yeah, shout out to Lance. Yeah, shout out to Big L. <laughs> went there during the holidays. Went to go, went to Rockefeller Center. Then went to Empire State Building. We went, did all the touristy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally, we on the subway. I forget where we're going through. We was going to Mulberry Street. Um, lie to you not, some dude in there started acting crazy. I said, babe, look, look at the ground. Because as soon as you make contact <laughs> with these crazy people, look at the ground. That's hilarious. Yeah, but I you know like, you're I, not I, wrong. I was like, I got your eyes. Look at the ground. But as soon as you make contact with these crazy people. They start to act, talk, trying to talk to you. I'm like, yo, bro, back up, man. I ain't trying to. 
Nah, I'm good. You wouldn't even try. You look, look, nah, look I'm having like, a nice day. They, they I cra- I'm telling you, they, that's what I'm saying. You gotta be on your P's and Q's because they're mofos, man. They if you if you looking around like an idiot, like oh, oh nice New York, da, 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 and one of them crazy people catch you looking at them, you asking for it. No way. Nah, that's serious. And I told I told y'all this. I'm green, so I want to see everything. I'm like, ooh, look at that. And I'm see, and that's the and part the, of me where it's like, and if the, you don't calm your butt and down, the cra- and the crazy and the crazy per- person gonna look at you and be like, hey, did you eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And then you're gonna look and say, what the fuck is wrong? With, what the wrong with this guy? So yeah, just just some hindsight in that one. I will keep that in mind when I go to New York, and I want to mm-hmm. go by myself, but I'm like, no, India, don't do that. Don't what? Do that. No. Yeah, well, no, well, hold on, time out, time she's, out, because I'm an different. advocate for solo travel. I'm an advocate. Like, I think you should go, I think you should start with having lunch by yourself for one day, then take yourself okay. to a nice dinner, then yeah. do a little weekend trip, or actually a day trip, and then a weekend trip. You actually find out a lot about yourself, and it's very liberating to go do solo travel. Like, I used to be like, oh, solo travel. But when you go by yourself, and it's just you, you really find out, like, some dope stuff. And also, for me personally... Um, I find out my ticks, my likes, and my dislikes, like as far as travel. That's why I have a very specific short list of people I like to travel with now. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But no, I definitely just, just take yourself to lunch one day. Like I'm telling you, like put your phone, do not disturb and take yourself to lunch and just enjoy time with yourself. I'm trying to tell you, it's, it's one of the best things you can do ever. <clears throat> no, I agree. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I like going out to eat by myself. Um, to the movies, I go to the movies by myself, all that. Um, but what oh, I don't want you to do, I don't want you to go to New York by yourself. And yeah. if you're going to go to New York by yourself, make <laughs> sure you do homework on where you'll be going, yeah, exactly and the, the routes exactly. and transits. Because yeah. nah, see, yeah. it's too. It's ugh, I think New York is a little too big by myself. Unless yeah. I was meeting somebody there. Like if I'm meeting yeah. y'all there, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll meet y'all there, whatever. Right, that's but understandable. Completely by myself, I'd be like. Mm. I would, I would have to be meeting Andy. somebody. And you I know, and, and our, one of our boy, he's like, you know, he got family that, well, Vaughn, I don't know, I don't know if he got family mm-hmm. in New York, but he, um, he's very like, he knows like the city like that. Like he'll mm-hmm. know the spots where to go to eat and everything like that. Yeah. He, he knows the city. So he would definitely be, he live in Atlanta now, but he would definitely be a person to contact when it came to, you know, we all came down and he would show us like, yo, we going here. That's the one, this place, this place, that place. And then, you know, it'd be, it'd be legitimate, but. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I don't advocate going by yourself. No, especially not in New York City. Mm-hmm. And, and you talking about you gonna be green when you go in there? No, I'm green yeah, everywhere nah, though nah. because I want to see the I want to see the bright, big, beautiful world around us. But I've been told like people be like, "Indy, you so green." And I'm like, yeah. "What does that mean?" They're like, "See, they can right smell, there, they can smell it. it on you." And that's what the hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm. But t- that's yo. what they tell me. They're like, "Look at you, you look at you, you just, you just so green. Look at you, look nah. at you." Which is not a bad. Um, so we're gonna tie in to some things a little bit more serious now. Let's let's change our gears real quick, and we're gonna talk about like events that happened in this country past year. First thing we're gonna discuss is the the Capitol storming of the. I want to say they called themselves MAGA supporters, supporters of Donald Trump. Um, they stormed the Capitol building in Washington D.C. December uh, January sixth. And you know mm-hmm. how do y'all how do y'all feel about that? You know, getting it from uh, uh, Smooth and India's point of, point of view. How do y'all feel about that? Well, we're we're not gonna call them MAGA supporters. We're gonna call them what the hell they were, terrorists. Yeah, te- um, yeah, domestic domestic terrorists. Let's call them domestic yeah. terrorists. Why they were why the word terrorists. why why the why the strong trigger word why the strong terrorists? 
Mm-hmm. Why terrorists or why not MAGA, MAGA, MAGA supporters? Why the, why the use of the word? Well, both, both actually. Why the use of that word? And well, okay, all right. I, I tell you why. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, MAGA supporters feel like because they have the title of a MAGA supporter that they can do certain shit or say whatever they want. You can't storm the Capitol. That's that's a terroristic action. Simple as that. It, you know what I'm saying? Like it's I don't I'm gonna play advocate I'm gonna play advocate for like two seconds, even though I don't disagree with you. I just want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you remember how they used to call us terrorists and stuff when we were trying to fight for civil rights? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any difference there? Or do you think yes. that huge difference? Go ahead. Go ahead. Huge difference. We did not storm the capital mm-hmm. of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Um seeking to cause whatever. I mean, I remember people found supposed pipe bombs um, during the whole little, you know, shebang of the, you know, capital riot. It's like, yo, how the hell are we the terrorists when all we've really done was march, fight back when needed, and try to mind our business, try to do things that we want to do Mm-hmm. I don't see anything terroristic about that. I, I terroristic think, things is like, you know, when people take crop planes and drop napalm from them and destroy Black communities. That's mm-hmm. terroristic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think for me, um, I just, <laughs> the whole thing about, how do I put this? Okay. So, the whole thing about uh, storming the Capitol, right? So like the purpose, right? And I pulled up this article just to make sure I was remembering in correct context because this is all the way in January. Their purpose was to overturn the defeat of the election, right? Because President Biden had won, right? And their purpose was to literally, because I'm, I'm also a very technical person. Why were you doing what you were doing? Technically speaking, right? Mm-hmm. Their purpose was to disrupt the joint session of Congress that was assembled to count electoral votes, Okay. I want to park it right there. The votes still would have been the votes had you or had you not stormed the Capitol. So I'm not going to say why do it because, because, because your privilege allowed you to do it. That that's, that's why you could do it because your privilege allowed you to do it, which is why I asked you what I asked you, because when we, when we tried to do it, we stand ins, uh, uh, not professional riots, um, peaceful riots, stuff like that. We are the ones that get bombed and tear gassed. But they are they they get zero to no repercussion, right? But when you look at the actual purpose, like what they were seeking to do, what I don't understand. Like, were 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 you seeking the cap? Like, if you were seeking the capital, right? The the vote was still going to be the vote. So, what were you trying to do? Destroy the paper, their electronic votes? It was you know it, it was just to stupid. Do, to but do what privileged folks sometimes. have the privilege of doing. I, and I think that's what they were exercising. Just doing it because you could do it. And it's like, wow, once again, this country proves that you can do certain things if you have a certain privilege, background, color, etc. And it's just like, what? Like, what the what? And what do you think? I think um, I kind of agree with, with both what you guys are talking about. I think it was a form of uh, domestic terrorism because you attacked the um, 
you planned an event to attack a federal building. You know what I mean? You broke mm-hmm. in, you literally looking to hurt um, uh, federal employees, Congress people, representatives of the state. So I think they acted, you know what I mean? Barbaric and, 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 and disgusting. And I, and I, and they were, and the majority of them, the main ones were held accountable and they were arrested. And I, and I thank God for that. Um, but I, I think that, you know, in the media, when it's first played that they should have used the words domestic terrorism, because it is, that is what that is. It's terrorism um, committed d- domestically. You're, you're, you're mm-hmm. in the Capitol and you attack the Capitol building where they do, where they hold like the, the House of Representatives, the Senate, all those things, when they do votes and all those things, you attack that. And then you were trying to hurt those people that you voted for in power to, 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 to fight for your rights in that sense. So I think though that um, the media did a horrible job trying to portray these, portray these people in the actual light that they were supposed to be portrayed. And I, you know, I, I believe that if it was a different color, if they were black folks and they stormed the Capitol building, they definitely would have been killed. Know, shot dead <clears throat> it would have been bodies everywhere unfortunately and, I, and it, there's not and, it, but, and, it, and i and i think that i think that even if it was black even if it was like a, a black militia or whatever that tried to do that i already know that the federal entities or the federal law enforcement in that area would have already been suited and booted ready for that i don't even think like they were ready for that to take place or happen mm-hmm. if they, it looked like they was unprepared like h- how how do you how do you not know something like this was gonna happen? You don't hear any murmurs about it. You don't know. And then you look at the videos, you look at the pictures, you look at that one video where it's the black DC off the uh black um I think he's Capitol Police officer. He is diverting them away from where the those those elected officials were held. If he wasn't yeah. there, they would have went in there and they would have killed them. Point yeah. blank period. They would because they like like India said, it stormed or not, the results would have been the results, it wouldn't mm-hmm. have stopped. Yep. So it's like, if you in there, you in there, you're going to do whatever you want to do in that sense. Like the guy's taking a picture on Nancy Pelosi's desk and doing all this other stupid stuff. And it's just like, granted, you know, you have rights in this country. You're allowed to believe whatever you want to believe. You're allowed to take action how, how you want to how you want to perceive it. But mm-hmm. I think that, you know, if it was the shoe on the other foot, you know what I mean? It definitely wouldn't have been as it was. Like they killed They killed a cop. I think a cop died. They killed it. They killed a cop. Yeah, I do think. Yeah, I think you're right. So, if that happened, they would have been they would have been shooting and killing everybody. Yeah, it's, you know what I mean. And they can say it's for patriotism and all this other stuff, but it's not. Just say it's for your own barbaric, disgusting reason on why you want to do it. You 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 wanted to be savages. You wanted to take the law in your own hands because mm-hmm. you didn't agree with the outcome, right? Let's be honest. They didn't agree with the outcome. They didn't agree that. Whatever Trump, uh, Biden should have won, or whatever the case may be. Now, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like I said, I'm glad that the people that organized it or were that were in the photos were held to the highest standard of the law, and, and they they were able to allow them folks to take accountability for it. But I, I think that, you know what I mean, they should have been a lot more things that happened that day. You know what I mean to send a clear cut message, mm-hmm. because they they did something that I don't even think was ever. I don't think that ever happened before. Some, something like that taking place on the Capitol. Storming the Capitol? Yeah, no. something, something. I'm sure there have been close calls to it, but they something just domestic, 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 yeah, domestically happening like that. Yeah. Now, I'm not talking about no international terror. I'm talking about domestically, mm-hmm. for people that are, 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 are aligned with a certain political party, but they didn't want something to happen, so they did this. So mm-hmm. that, that's wild to me. That's wild. Yeah. 
Amen. And that was just in January. So then that you was just in January. You look at what happened. I'm trying to think. You look at the year by quarters, right? So like I would say that's the biggest thing that happened in the quarter. And then quarter two, you had um the refugee situation. Like yeah. with the with were they Afghani? Jay correct me. Yeah, Af- yeah, Afghanistan. That was that was crazy. That shit, when the heck did that start? It was like it happened. I'm literally looking it up like right now. It happened August. Looks like this is recent. About July, August. Let me see here. Because it was the bombing at Frederick. It was the bombing at first. It was August. Yeah, it was like August. Yeah, Yeah, I'm trying to because they can't. Well, there's the well the refugees still in America, right? I I don't I never under well I gotta really do some study on how being a refugee works because. Mm I know of people, actually, I went to college with some people whose like parents were refugees, but this was like back in like the 90s. So when you're a refugee, do you just stay or do you have to declare asylum? I mean, seek asylum and then you're a refugee or is seeking asylum and refugees the same thing? I think think when you're you're seeking asylum, you have to meet meet a certain criteria. Like your country has to be either destabilized, going through like a coup d'etat, something where if you would have went, mm-hmm. if you would have gone back, it would be it would be harmful to your life. So you're seeking asylum to that other country, and I think a refugee, they're just gonna hold you and 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 place you in their country for a certain period of time until your country's back to stab- stabilization, and then you'll go. You can go back to your country. So is Afghanistan like decent now? No, no, they still they what what they what's are, the they, terrorist group? T- Taliban, right? Taliban, Taliban. yeah, the Taliban has <clears throat> taken over. Just. Yeah, they they've taken over. Kind of kind of similar, um, ironically, to how uh, the domestic terrorists stormed the capital. Mm-hmm. The terrorists, Taliban, mm-hmm. started infiltrating the city as soon as. Well, what what really kicked it off was mm-hmm. Biden pulling out the mm. um, the troops. Oh, That's okay, what really okay, set okay. it off. So as soon as the troops started getting up out of there. That's when the Taliban seized the moment to mm-hmm. uh, infiltrate the city, and then that's when you know all hell broke loose. Um, and that was that was a chaotic time. I don't know how what I don't I don't know how the the media coverage was over here around that time. Yeah, but because you were still in the military at the time that this is happening. Yeah, and yeah. So we're, you know, it's like, all right, kind of got to like be on standby because you don't know what's really? going to pop off next. Like, especially with us being so close, you know what I mean? So yeah, like- You were stations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, it's not like we had to go out and fight or anything, but mm-hmm, still, mm-hmm. I mean, we're uh, a neighboring country, a neighboring base. Uh, we would have been involved somehow, some way. So yeah. yeah, it was it was it was a little you know nobody knew what the hell was going on. It was like everybody was running around base with their heads cut off, like wow, you know, prepping for the um, the refugees to hit Spain, and you felt the energy on base, like it was a big ass energy shift. It went from being, because granted, we was coming out of COVID lockdown. 
So everybody's kind of like, you know, shit, we kind of letting our masks down. You know, people are starting to travel now and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like, all right, cool. You know, we can finally breathe again in Spain. And then this happened. And it's like, everybody's schedule changed. People couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was, it was, it was very interesting. So it was, you know, high, high pace. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I'm, like I said, I don't know how it was. In, in the states as far as coverage goes but yeah it was it was um I don't know I think for me I don't know if refugees actually came to the south or Texas where I'm at I don't know if they came but I just remember talking to my sister and I was like hey are you okay like I know you can't I mean I'm sure for military military intelligence purposes you can't tell me anything but are you okay she was like yeah it's okay but she told me what she could tell me she was like our schedules are changing that's a lot of the thing and then I just have to wait for my chief to tell me what's going on because I mean in theory you're listening to the commander-in-chief and then the information pretty much gets trickled down to you know whoever's pay grade or what have you but even she would and it's so funny because I thought she was joking with me when um but whenever I asked her questions about what she can you know tell me which is virtually nothing but she would just say that's not my pay grade so I don't even know the answer and I'd be like really that really is a thing like I didn't know that y'all really use that like that's not that's not that's above my pay grade I didn't know that that was a real thing and so she was like no that's actually what that means I was like really okay (laughs) yes my twin sister funny (laughs) yo she is hilarious she's a comedian actually that's that was her way of saying I don't know and I don't really care but this sucks and, and see that's another thing too but you said it first and you can say it because you posted the other night <laughs> <laughs> that was her way of saying that um yeah it was well it was you know it was a confusing time though to, to mm-hmm. you know um it was a confusing time nobody really knew what was going on like mm-hmm word was changing so much like it's yeah. people coming this day then it's people not coming at all um uh, shit uh, these people may be coming with covid so that was like another word um oh my gosh and That's you know scary. what i'm saying it's like the community it's not now you have the, the community to worry about now yeah. um but man i mean they got there and everything was pretty copacetic I didn't get a chance to be in in, in the mix, Mm -hmm. right, because I was only there for setup, all day setting up the tents and sleeping bags, all that. The day that they came was, I was, I think I was like on, I was doing my own thing then. I'm wrapping Mm -hmm. up, I'm checking out. Oh yeah, so you were headed out, like literally in the military, like you were not discharging, uh, you were retiring. Yeah, 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 separating. So yeah. uh, kind of going into quarter three, um, the trial of Rittenhouse. Is that how you say the person's name? I don't want to mm-hmm. Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse? Rittenhouse? Rittenhouse. 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 So, okay, so <laughs> I'm, I might stay a little bit quiet on this part because sometimes when I see stuff like this, I don't purposely block it out, but I purposely block it out because mm. it's just like some, sometimes my little spirit just can't take it. I just, I just, my spirit can't take it. Mm. But at the same time, like we live in the 21st century, we have our phones. I'm getting the alerts. So I'm getting the alerts on my phone of what's going on. And, and then of course, social media, they're making memes about how his cry wasn't really a cry, but on a serious tip, you know, this is a whole trial that happened and he was found not guilty. 
So what, where were y'all when y'all found out A and B? Um, what, what, what do you, what do you think? So let me, let me go first. So I, I think, I think I was, was that at work? I think I was at work and I watched like a good, I'm like, I'm, I watched probably like 40% of the trial cause they had it like they were live streaming it every day. Mm-hmm. And I kind of knew that he was gonna, he was gonna get off. Did you? Because of the fact that the laws in Wisconsin mm-hmm. and once once the once the dangerous weapons charge kind of got dropped, uh-huh, you know what I mean? That already there, it's like if that gets dropped, then you can't try someone. It would it, how does it make sense if you're gonna if you're trying them for murder, but you drop the the weapons charge? So then how'd they kill this? How they kill oh, the I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that got dropped. And it, it and I think it's I think a lot of it is like I think when we look at this thing, like we, we have to look at it from the context. Like he didn't kill any black people, it was all white people that he killed, right? I'm not even gonna lie. I googled it. I didn't even know. I was like, please don't tell yeah, me. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's that's the that's the media stuff because the media portrayed it as killed black people. He did not. There were white folks that he killed. One of the guys was like a serial child rapist. That was another thing that the media kind of held away from people. Yeah, one of the victims was a serial child rapist. Oh and, my! Oh Jesus! And I think as black folks, you know, our emotions kind of, kind of, kind of with the media kind of just control what our, how we think about a certain situation. Right. So we, mm-hmm. we might get, we might get really amped up like, Oh my gosh, why another white person getting off again. But we, we didn't look at the context. We didn't, we didn't really look or do our research to kind of understand what happened. Sure. So I think that, you know, he got tried because he had to get tried. If he didn't get, if he, if, if he didn't get indicted, there would have been riots. You know what I mean? They would have, so he got, he got, he got you indicted. He got indicted, but I think that, the process, prosecutorial team kind of did their best with the case that they were knew they were they were going to lose because the laws were already on the defensive side. Sure, sure. So sure, they sure. could have been the best prosecutorial team ever and took that case, but they still would have lost because the laws were already in favor of the defense. Mm. The laws allowed him to ha- carry a gun. The laws mm. allowed him to be able sure. to have that weapon in that state, even though he was underage. The law permitted him to do that. The law allowed mm-hmm. him to self defend himself. So all those laws were already played out in his favor. So if you have a, a a decent defense attorney and he knows the law correctly and he's able to apply that in trial in trial court, he, you're gonna win. Like there's no offense or buts about it. He's gonna win. And I, and I think a lot of people were looking at it with emotion. Look at look at it from how the law is. And then when people were doing the whole thing, I'll just say this: comparing it to like George Zimmerman and, to, and the Tamir uh-huh. Rice Tamir Rice case, those are totally those are totally different situations, totally different right. scenarios. That's just getting people more angry, like mm-hmm. because you're you're looking at it as a white guy getting free, but but you don't know the context of it. you don't know the laws of that state. Mm-hmm. How you gonna how you gonna get enraged about it? You don't know, mm-hmm. and you can't compare it to the George Zimmerman and the and the, and the Trayvon Martin thing because George Zimmerman, we we knew we knew that we we know now that Georgia had to stand your ground law. Yeah. So if that law is applied and you kill someone, as long as you put, apply that law, you're gonna win. Even with the Tamir, the, the Tamir Rice situation, that was a failed case in itself. But people are gonna kill me for saying this, but he was playing with a toy gun. I work in law enforcement. Does that mean kill him if I see him with a, playing with a toy gun? No. And do I know if it's a toy gun? No, I do not. Because if it doesn't, if it doesn't look like a toy gun, I'm gonna mm-hmm. assume it's the real gun. They teach you in training, always assume 
that a person, if they have a gun or whatever, always assume that it's loaded. Always assume it's a live sure, weapon. Sure. So you don't know, but it, it, it it's painful, painstaking for me to say that because, you know, we 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 really gotta you know pay attention to those type of things because it's hurtful because of the fact that he was a young boy. He lost his life due to some nonsense because he was playing, you know, guns and robbers with a weapon, which all kids have probably done. I've done that in the past. Yeah. But the way, but the way society is now, man, you see a black man with a gun, it's always shoot first, ask questions later. But it's, this, this is nothing in comparison to the, to the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. It's, it's totally different. And mm-hmm. I hate that black entertainers and celebrities, and I'm, I apologize, I'm going on a tangent, but I hate how they compare these situations to just enrage us and get us more, you know, angry when those situations are totally different, they, it, they're just totally different. Like it just doesn't make sense to compare these to further incite some type of you know anger. And to just to piggyback, you know, we did get a win with the Ahmaud Arbery case. Uh, we didn't talk oh, about yeah. that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I happened like I want to say it was like two weeks apart from each other too. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were happening yeah. around the same time. We got mm-hmm. justice on that one. That was a legitimate case that we got justice on. And right. all those, all three of them mofos got in prison and they got the time that they deserved. Mm-hmm. So we did get a, we did get a, a, a clap for that one. Even Derek though Chauvin, or Chauvin too got found guilty. Derek well. Chauvin, there's another he one, did. Derek Chauvin and the George Floyd case. So we mm-hmm. getting these little wins day by day, but people are still focused on this written out stuff that has nothing to do, nothing to do with black folks. Not, literally nothing at all to do with black folks. None of it. Literally not. Oh, I want. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. I'm gonna hold on. But, I'm gonna bookmark the question I want to ask you. No, you're good because actually it's gonna tie into Jesse. But hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from from Smooth first, and then I was gonna ask you a question about Jesse's case. But Jesse was the next topic. Okay, yeah. go Smooth. Um, I mean, yeah, Matt did a hell of a job. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's really no, nah, no. Nah, you like it's. That's, nah, I could because I was one of those cats that got emotionally invested before I actually knew the facts. Um, but that's but that's you know because I'm tired of seeing that shit all the time. That's just me. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, sh- <laughs> look, <laughs> it's, we know it's not going to stop. But like Matt said, it is, you know, circumstantial. Like mm-hmm. you have to know the facts before you go in to anything, you know. Um logic over emotion. Mm. I'm learning that. I, I'm learning that. That's that's another big lesson I learned in 2021 too. Like I, I try my best to be like, and I it's crazy because I'm I'm I don't even say I'm emotional. I say I'm emotionful because I wear you gonna know what I'm feeling. You gonna know what I'm I'm happy, sad, whatever, whatever. But when it comes to things like either like law or getting down to business to something that's actually either a serious topic or we have to actually straighten out our emotions versus logic and actually separate the two, it's things like that where it's like, okay, well, and then also like M, you made a good point about like the state laws. State laws are so flipping different. Like mm-hmm literally the structure of our country is federal law dependent state law. And so depending on where it's at, it could go in the, in the defendant's favor or not in the defendant's favor, strictly off of state law. So 
and it's crazy it's interesting because i know i know uh lots of lawyers but they don't do they don't do criminal law like right. i i know family lawyers divorce lawyers i know those folks so it's like they got to deal with it. they and they have to deal with emotion they're the ones that have to separate like both of y'all tripping right now but we need to get to the facts of the case but it's not yeah. murder or you know you know assault or nothing like that it's more of just like you know relationships or you know family or what have you, or what have you so like smooth to your point like it's it's definitely different definitely different trying to separate those two emotions so okay so so now that kind of leads me to my question about Q, the biggest thing with q4 that just happened with jesse smollett smollett sorry so jesse smollett was found guilty for a and for b there's literally a video of him rehearsing what happened when he was attacked <sighs> now okay let me, let me let me let me <laughs> it's not funny it's not funny i just don't I, I'm understand about to, i'm about to rip but, into this one i am about to yeah, rip yeah into hold this. on i want you second i want you second uh uh because um, i want to hear smooth as a mean first okay. so i first heard about this on a podcast i listened to but they were it was a comedy so they were just roasting him like why would you rehearse but on a serious tip <laughs> so for so long the black i feel like like black people were divided. You either believed Jesse or you didn't. And if you mm-hmm. did, you were like, I believe him, 10 toes down. And if you didn't, you didn't believe him 10 toes down. So it's just so interesting that like months later, off of the fact that this case has been going on for months long now, literal footage of the very thing you said happened to you. And it just happens to be a rehearsal. And now it's like, it's just, it's sad. And then look, and then y'all know, y'all know I love me some scandal. The Olivia Pope of me is like, well, why did you do that? Like, why did you need to stage an attack for is it your career? Is it this? I don't know what the motive was. You know, I be wanting no motive. So yeah. okay, smooth. What are your thoughts on Jesse? And then hold on, hold on, M. Hold on, hold your reins, hold your horses right now. Cause cause you've been rip him a new one, but I'm I want to hear smooth it. first. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think Buddy just set us back, set black folks back in the eyes of justice hmm. i say that because dude you know celebrities know the 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 power that they have okay i concur so when you're doing these things you know people are going to ride with you okay whether they know the facts or not they're just going to do that off the strength and you're a black man, so it's like, oh, well, you know, we see the country that we live in. So is this believable? Hell yeah, it is. It's very believable. But the fact that you made that up, what 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 was like you said, what why? What was your reasoning behind doing that? Now it's like, well shit. If something like that were to happen again. Mm-hmm. Is is it going to get treated the same way, or is it just going to be like, uh, well, <laughs> this this might be another uh, smeller incident or something, or it may not get you know brought to a to a to a national stage mm-hmm. where it should be, you know, where it might actually affect some change, and you just messed that up, freaking idiot. <laughs> ah, so so it's like you bad, bro. bro sorry, you bad. it's just bro, like he man, he better than me. Idiot. <laughs> That's how you know, bro, is mad. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Like, wh- why? It's it's it's, it's disappointing. I, I hate I ha- I hate to see. Mm-hmm. I I hate when black folks do stuff like that. Hmm. Because I hold us to a higher standard. 
Mm-hmm. Get your shit together, brother. <laughs> All That's right. How I feel. <laughs> on the count of three, uh, on the count of three, M. One, two, three, go. <laughs> Yo, man, this guy, man. First off, I want to say this. People got so much backlash for not believing this man. It was like, if you didn't believe Justice Mullet, you were a coon, a racist, anti-homophobic. I mean, all, all you were homophobic, all this stuff, right? Okay. And then even the politicians, like, uh, uh, what's Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Oh, my God, Jesse Smollett, you're a hero. Um, we're going to see that true justice takes place, right? None of them re- re- recanted on what they said. They stood by this man, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing when this thing came out, right, It was this happened in Chicago, right? Chicago, it right? It did. He said people tried to hang him with a noose. Come on, brother. In Chicago, you're telling me white folks, I think it was white folks, right? He claimed it was white. Tried to get you because first you were gay and you were black. They wanted to hang you. In the city of Chicago, where are you hanging somebody at? Where, where, uh, you, uh, where, where are you hanging somebody it's at? It's still happening. It's still happening. No, I get it. I get it. But we're talking about, we're talking about Chi-Town, Chicago, which is- In December. In December. Was, I'm not laughing. I'm sorry. Who, like, just it, logically think about it, right? Don't even tie your emotions on it. And the one thing that got to me when this whole thing was happening, you know, he called himself, he was, the, he called himself the gay Tupac. The gay Tupac. I, I, I remember that. that. Because he said, I'm the gay in his press release. the gay Tupac because all this stuff was happening, right? Now look it at you. Crispy. You lied. You, you, you did all this stuff. You made it a whole big blunder. Like, oh, well, you know what I mean? This, this happened to me. No, you, you a liar. You're a liar. And look, look what you did. Like Smooth said, you set us back. You damn sure did. And I hope LGBTQ community says something about this because he doesn't represent y'all. And damn sure don't represent black folks for what he did. You you stage you stage two forms of hate crime. You stage um anti-gay and anti-black. Come on, man. Like, what are you doing? You stage you stage hate crimes. Like he like Smooth said, what were you what were you trying to do? Were you trying to revamp your career? Was it because the Empire stuff wasn't going your way? What was happening to you, brother? And I thought that shit was popping for him. That's what I'm saying. Empire like, was fire. Like. And then Indy said, oh, he rehearsed it. Damn, dude, you are stupid. If you're going to do this type of crime. <laughs> you are stupid. Uh, you, you, uh, you rehearsed- uh, for the record, he is not were- giving you, tricks and tips you, on how to you, plan a crime. Yo, you rehearsed it, bro. And then you got caught doing it. You did it on video. <laughs> like, But that's that's the thing about like today, like I guess, quote unquote, committing a quote unquote crime. Because I have, I have other thoughts on the whole concept of the criminal justice system. But street cameras are real like they're very especially actually i feel like chicago was one of the first few major metropolitan cities that had street cameras like i think it's like new york la chicago and And then everybody else started getting on the getting on the bandwagon baltimore too low key baltimore yeah now baltimore Baltimore. just one point on that be more up top down top but just uh (laughs) just uh just to slide that in right he called the police but he still had the noose hanging around his neck like what? I didn't even know that part. What is you know what? I didn't yes. know either. Yes, he still had the nukes around his neck. What? What type of? Like, please. You see, you see why I like watching biopics because it'll reveal all this eventually. 
eventually it I hope is. nobody make a biopic about him. I, waste I money. hope they do. Are you kidding waste me? The money. Or, or waste the money. Bump that. Actually, I want him to write a memoir. Actually, I love me a good I am not too. reading his garbage. I would re- hey, <laughs> I would read a memoir because because no, hold on. You have to let him you I think that it's important that his voice is still heard in all of this, like even after the guilty verdict. Because I just like to put you, but I told y'all this. I I I need to know your why. I need to right, know yeah. why you thought no, I this agree. Yeah. like plausible like idea to come to fruition for any type of advancement, right? Because why do you, why yeah. like our natural human tendency is to want to advance ourselves, just like we talked about with Squid Game, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Our natural we 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 desire to be advanced in any way, whether that's our careers, our families, our relationships, whatever, right? So that is what triggers our motive, right? And I was reading an article about like thought trigger action, all that type of stuff. So the thought of advancement then allowed you to have the trigger to then come up with a plan of action and then, you know, go from there. Now, somewhere along the lines, I think we got a little kerfuffled, you know, but I just, I, I need to hear, I need to hear the motive just, just to hear you out. I just need to hear you out because going to the, place of literally going all right y'all we gonna rehearse at 2 30 like i don't i don't know i don't know and, and it and also also because i have an interest in like in like true crime and stuff like that i don't think people who commit crimes rehearse how to commit a crime they just do it i don't right. know though don't get the only Absolutely. i don't know I just, i've done I, criminal I, like shit said, before just, that's how right, it goes you just you just do it right and and that's why it's like i don't think this i think this is just his first go around of actually committing but and this is the thing too also um i think the i want to say uh i heard in a it was like an npr type thing i think it's punishable by three years in prison and a huge fine i, I don't think it's it every is. single one of those years but i don't okay how many years i don't think he's gonna get it he'll probably get some probation he probably get probation because he's a celebrity but at the end of the day at the end of the day he violated federal crime because those hate crimes are put in place to protect black folks protect protected groups and now what you just did, you made a mockery of it now. So now who's going to believe if this really does happen again? Nobody, like Smooth's point. And then just to put in a little caveat, right? Mm-hmm. It was uh, alleged, or I don't even know if it's true or not. Okay. He, had, he had a sexual relationship with one of those two African men. So, so okay, so I'm going to ask a question that come, about that. Where is that coming Does that make them guilty too? Be- or are they just accessories? Nah, I, I think they might be accessories because they paid their money. Or conspiracy they, to... Yeah, he paid them money. Yeah, I, I believe yeah, he paid that money to kidnap him and do that, but he had a sexual relation with one of them African men. So I, I'm just I'm I'm just baffled at this, man. Yeah, that was and I hope it, I hope it doesn't get any more media coverage because this is just a waste of space speaking on this man. Because <laughs> no, because look, he lied like he literally lied about the whole thing. And then and then you and then you call yourself the gay Tupac. I was I'd have been cool if you called yourself that if you actually were doing Tupac things. But you did not. What was you? I don't understand the Tupac reference at all. That's what I'm saying. Like, because, like, so, so his press conference, he was saying, "I'm the gay Tupac because Tupac was chastised for chastised for um, you know, his rap music, his lifestyle, etc." And he was saying, "I'm the gay Tupac because he, I'm dead. you know, who was, who was that chastising sense, him? Like, yeah, like, uh, like nobody was chastising him for being gay. Like, what is he talking about? Like that is, oh my god. All right. <laughs> Moving on, Empire man. Empire messed his head up. Empire probably did. 
I think he got written out the show already. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he was already written out. He did get, yeah, I think he they, did. Get that probably crushed him. Out and he was yeah. like, man, I'm about to come back and kill it, boy. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm about to wear it. I'm about back to and kill it. Watch what wear, I do. I'm about to wear a noose around my neck and call the police. And hopefully they believe this whole ridiculous story I'm about to make up. I need to rehearse. I heard he got thug life tatted against his stomach, too, bro. Just like Tupac. He got thug life tatted across his stomach. He been not getting no tattoos. They said it. He better not get no tattoos. I'm not about man, to play with know. you. <laughs> that dude, he, make, he makes me sick oh, with that. He makes me sick. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was... was that? Yeah. He makes me sick. I think that was great to end it, to get mad, to get him mad at the end of the episode. <laughs> like, like, when they said that, and then I... and Because it was so baffling that all... Mm. And I follow all the Democratic leaders, mm-hmm. uh, the VP... Joe Biden, like, oh yeah, stand with Jesse Smollett. He's the, this is not supposed to continue in our country. Da 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 da. And then he come mm-hmm. out being guilty. None of them said, yeah, this is atrocious. <laughs> what happened to our country? Somebody like none of them. And then I see something other day, other day, and I look, man, I don't need, I don't mean to just just hit our candidates like that, or our our our, our presidents or vice president, but vice president um, Kamala Harris was on uh, the shade room the other day. Was she? She was on the shade yeah, room, I saw that. Um, talking about something, and I commented. I said something like, "Yeah, this is just a waste of time. Whatever you're talking about." And do you know that Instagram was like, "Yeah, your comments are going to be taken off if you say that." I said, "So we're not allowed to have freedom of freedom of speech." Oh well, really? I will say uh, the the founder of not the founder, I think the president of Instagram was on Breakfast Club a couple months ago talking about um, that because they were talking about why Boosie's comments were yeah. they kept getting so. I know what you mean. I wow. know what you mean. Sometimes it's it's censored a little bit, a little bit of censorship there. Yeah, she's she is a whole nother person that we should have to do a podcast on. She is I don't even want to subscribe what she is, but anywho. It's yeah. been so much fun. 2021 <laughs> has been a crazy year, man. It's been yes. a crazy and great year at the same time. <laughs> Dealing with clowns, liars, thieves, refugees, all that type of stuff, man. But also dealing with accomplishments, great leaders, and yeah. transition because hell yeah, because you know, it wasn't exactly twenty twenty, but great great leaders. Yeah. Who, who, what great leaders are you referring to? I mean, like in our personal lives, like oh, thank God. Like, thought, no, no, I, I don't mean. Man, I mean leaders like that you actually. I thought you was talking. I thought you was talking about Sleepy Joe. <laughs> and let me yeah. tell you something else. And then Kamala Harris. Yeah, nah, man, we, not yeah, Kamala. Kamala. Wait, Kamala. 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 Kamala Harris. Kamala. Oh, I said oh. Kamala because my mom yeah, You said Kamala. Kamala Harris. You know she went to HBCU, right? She went to Howard University. She did. She did. And she, I think she she's did. a she's AKA, right? She is. She is a member mm. of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority. Black folks ate that up when she said all that. My God. <laughs> we, 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 we support our own. We just support our own. She is my Greek sister. Yes. <laughs> Now I'm about to start drawing. So, anyways, um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, you know what? Uh, I do want one one last thing. My 2020 highlight. I keep saying 2020. 2020. My 2021 highlight 2021 was a continuation of 2020. But go ahead. <laughs> it pretty much was. Um, freaking September to October was dope as shit. I finally got a chance to meet you. That was when yes. me and Sly went on like our little mini freaking. Y'all did go a little little family world tour. Yeah, 
Yes. That shit was fun. It was, was amazing. Fun. It was amazing. Texas, DC, VA. Mm. Where the hell? Where else we go? North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. I think I traveled the whole country. They really did. They really and truly did. Yeah, we was yeah. That shit and was then fun. she went to she went to Phoenix with us and it was yup. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Yeah. Good times. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you off camera. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> yeah. So that's there. Yeah, that was fun. You had fun. Yeah. You didn't think our family was too wild. You can. You can. <laughs> you fit no. in just fine, thankfully. But <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, everybody. That's why cool, I asked you. Yeah. I said, "What do you think of us?" <laughs> no, nah, everybody was cool. Like I got nothing but love out there. So that was dope. Oh, yeah. This and this is why I always. This is why I told. This is why I told Jay once ago. This is why I told months ago. I said, look, we don't do the, you know, what are your intentions with with our daughter and sister than that? If the if the daughter, if the if the corresponding daughter is smiling, that's all the information we need to know. That and mm. you can blend into our family, that's all you need to know. That's mm. all we need to know. Because for us, like we're 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 so close-knit, which is great too. But then also like actions clearly speak louder than words. So if you have a clear smile and you're thanking Jesus, we're gonna thank him with you and we're gonna praise God if one of our people. Right. And so, yeah, and so he fit, he literally fit like a shoe and a glove. And I already told my sister off rip, I was like, I said, you better be thinking, you better be counting your lucky stars, thanking your blessings and, and you know, doing what you need to do. He's, he's that guy, he's that dude, he's that oh, dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah, James bro, he bro for real. But no, it was so cool meeting y'all, or meeting you in real life. I mean, and we gonna meet in real life too. For sure. Oh, absolutely, definitely. For yeah, sure, yeah. Word, cause, oh, well shit. What? Yeah, we'll talk about that offline. Um, <laughs> do we have anything else that we left out? Are we closing my closing time? Will I get flagged for singing that song? Nah, I think 15 oh. seconds. No, I think it's 10 seconds. I think it's good. Oh, all right. We're good. And that's the only part I know anyways. Um, just closing remarks from me. Um, listeners, like, subscribe, share, comment. You know what I mean? You know, we're bringing the content for y'all. We, we definitely trying to drop it. Every Thursday, 12 p.m., you know, that's when we drop. So look out for us. Pay attention to us. Step into the light, step into the mic. And, you know, peace and love. You know, that's coming from your boy, M-Dot. Cindy? As always, thank y'all for having me back. It's always a good time. It's love. And you already know what it is. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Word up. All right. Well, yeah, that concludes uh, tonight's episode uh our recap of 2021 so thank y'all again and uh we will tap in next week this is step into the light step to the mic thank y'all have a good one peace peace <laughs>